Hey, people, we are here to make you laugh and get random ass facts that no one needs to know, but we want you to know because we're fucking weird. So today is a great day because we're talking about WWE, WCW, ECW, NXT, and a couple of other wrestling stories. That's right, Beige. We're going to talk about some wrestling today. Now, mind you, I have no idea anything about wrestling. I'm not up to par like with Eddie, my uh, some of our guests today, or Beige. So we're going to introduce some of our, our, our guests in a bit. So we just want to let you guys know. Thank you for joining us. Balls. If you hear, like, like air, it's because we're passing mics around. So just let people know that. But uh, wrestling cypher. There you go. Eli is not kidding. I've been a wrestling fan since I was a little kid and have stayed with it as an adult. So if anyone says wrestling is fake, I will fight you right now. And I'm not a small person. Uh, oh. So before I introduce our guests, uh, I do want to talk about our random fact of the day. So in dedication to our episode today, our random fact comes from you from the wonderful world of wrestling. That's right. The WWE world. Before there was an official WWE, Jess McMahon started, the, started out by promoting wrestling events in the 1920s in McMahon. New York City. And what? McMahon. McMahon. What? McMahon? McMahon. McMahon. Oh, whatever. All right, McMahon. Fine. Whatever. There you go. Thank He's you for correcting me. not on the McMahon. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so he died in uh, what, 1954, and his son, Vincent, later took the reins of the Capital Wrestling Corporation, the wrestling promotion business started by, their, by his father. Now, Vincent officially bought the regionally based company in the 1980s and expanded it into the WWE that we know today. So he's currently the chairman and CEO and the entire uh, McMahon, or what do you want to say? McMahon? McMahon. Fucking McMahon, man. No, you're done. Move. Get your ass out of here. He will no longer be on the mic. (laughs) Jeez. All right. So go ahead. You guys can, you know, introduce introduce yourselves because Eli made me sad right now. I'm, uh, my name is Eric Mac McMahon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, good, good. All right, guys. My name is Michelle. Uh, I go by Michi. 
on the streets. So yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the streets. <laughs> hey guys, this is Eddie. Eats with Eddie. There you go. One more. Hey, thank you again for inviting me, guys. This is Herbie Herb, and uh, thank you to Michelle for being our special guest today, uh, bringing that other outlook and uh, the, her opinion on on our subject today. And thanks for the Mac Mahone fact. Is that was that the fact? That was that was the fact. His Mac the Mahone fact. fact. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So uh, before we get into the actual wrestling, uh, we're gonna you know give some love to for those of you who are foodies. I mean, these days, who isn't? We have just the person for you. You know Eddie? Of course I know Eddie. Well, Eddie Hernandez is your guy, and you can follow him on Instagram. That's IG for the kids out there. But you can follow him at, at Eats with Eddie. Have you heard of Yelp? Of course. Well, he's an elite Yelper. When you have a place you want reviewed or talked about, don't hesitate to send him a message on Yelp or Instagram with the details. He's better with food than most are with words. Better get some free fucking food. <laughs> Again, you guys can reach me at 1-800. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, first off, wrestling isn't fake. And if you think it is, uh, you're dense. But besides that, we're going to talk about the Monday Night War, the WWE push, and the product today. And also go off of some deaths and backstage stories. You want to talk Elijah? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I got you, got you. All right. So, we can talk about the Golden Age right now. That's my specialty. Yeah, that's the specialty. So. All right, so I've been watching uh, WWF since 83. Um, it was part of my morning routine as a kid. Um, I used to watch cartoons. Um, and then after that, it would be WWF back in the day um, and then Kung Fu Theater. And then um, and that, that was the, the, the lineup in New York. And so 83, what got me stuck was Superfly Jimmy Snooker. And he was feuding with Don Morocco, the magnificent Morocco. They had their famous, at that time, they were boosting that famous cage match. And that, that cage match, Cactus Jack was there as a, as a kid. Tommy Dreamer was there as a kid. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley was there as a kid. Like that, a lot of people kind of sleep on the significance of that match. But that match had New York buzzing. I remember people in the fucking bodega talking about it. Uh, like grown folks, it was weird because, you know, I'm seven years old at the time. I never heard. Because I, I wasn't a sports till like maybe like nine ten, and I would hear adults talk about sports and shit. But this was the first time I heard adults talk about shit. My Saturday morning lineup, you know what I'm saying? Because there was no, you know, no adults talk about like Pac Man cartoons and shit. So <laughs> to hear people talking about Snook and Morocco coming up in the cage, that shit was just blowing my mind. So I was stuck since then, and then like I, it kind of faded here and there, and then um, I got jumped back in. Roddy Roddy Piper attacked Snooker. With the coconuts and the bananas on Piper's Pit in 84. And then after that, that big boom hit in 85 with Hulkamania, Mr. T. And I've been heroin up with WWF since. So since you're into Golden Age Wrestling, who was your main go-to? Like, the this wrestler came on, you never missed it, you had to watch so at, this person. At that time, it was Snooker, right? And then, uh, but then he got fucked up by Roddy Piper. Yeah. So I've always been a guy who likes villains, you know, that, you know, with my, you know, the Joker and all that shit. So when Piper waxed Snooker, it was over. And then, so, like, Piper talking shit to Hogan, I was just intrigued from jump. You know what I'm saying? Like Roddy Piper's promos, everything about him to acting in Day Live. I know he don't like Day Live. Oh, my God. That's that movie was dog shit. That movie is one of the greatest oh. flicks. It still holds up to this day. Piper was official in that shit. So what's the famous line? How's that uh, quote go? I've come here today to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> 
Let, let me nominate Superfly Snuka as one of the best like stage names too, because everybody else had like flashy name, but around that time, Superfly Snuka was known. You know, like he he had the street credit and he he was doing his business too. Even though in real life we didn't know he was killing his girlfriend behind the scenes. Oh, dude, but, I was gonna bring that up. I was gonna bring that but, up. You know, shit happens. Was, you know what I mean? Okay, so you think he did it? Uh, Do you think he did it? I think he did it. Um, I think he did it too. Cause that, like, he was the only one in the room with her. And she he hit her steroid, head. He was steroid up. Yeah, like, and she hit her head twice. Yeah. So don't on her way down. We're talking about there was um, there's been a court case for years. I heard she committed suicide by shooting herself twice. No, no, in no, the no he head. Pushed her. He pushed her. <laughs> Like she threw herself on the ground. She said, "You want to throw yourself? Yo también." Um, but so you know, the rumors or the innuendos that Snooker had killed her. They were dating. That was his side piece, and on the road on the East Coast, and uh, he just got like really violently angry and pushed it down. Supposedly, so I don't know. So that kind of tarnished, you know, because that was my go-to guy as a kid. The first WWF LJN figure was Superfly Snooker, you know what I'm saying? And so it kind of killed one of my heroes, kind of, you know, but what can you do? But that's the thing. You see, you like villains, so wouldn't that make him a villain, like, times two? I like fake villains. I don't like real-life villains. <laughs> you know what I'm I don't got a Charles Manson T-shirt on. <laughs> yeah, he was a real fucking villain. He was mean as shit in the back, too. Yeah, because steroids. Yeah. yeah. So he would flip out on people and just lose their shit. Like, yeah. for me, my favorite was L.O.D., the Road Warriors? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They were dope, dude. So were you LOD or Road Warriors? Like L-O- when they were in the NWA and they were killing fools and they had the Iron Man song theme song? It was more, I liked LOD, not the Road Warriors, just because of the fact like they were hurting people because mm-hmm. they don't know how to work. Right, that's and, what the best. Yeah, and, and they never knew how to work. Yeah, yeah. That well, no, that's not true because they, they ended up getting better. They started working with Arnie. Yeah, when they got to the, Blanchard. yeah, like in like what, 94, 95? No, no, I want to say like. 87, 88. Mm, they were still hurting people. Uh, you know, they, they were the job guys, so they don't count. That's true. <laughs> Those are dudes that you get off the street and you're just like, hey, you want like 20 bucks? All right, cool. This guy's going to beat we're the shit out of you. going to break your neck for a while. <laughs> you like, do, do you know anybody from back then? I mean, we're going to talk about like Golden Age. The only one that I know was Hulk Hogan. And the only thing that I remember him is all the fucking commercials, him taking off his shirt with the fucking gold and his. Uh, was it gold little panties and his fucking gold shirt and just like ah! he didn't wear no panties. He's you wearing fucking panties. Those are wrestling Those tights. Are wrestling oh. you, you really can't yellow, talk anymore yellow, now. Yellow. They were yellow. Yeah. Uh, no, they were yellow. Brother. Yeah. Brother. It's like you to focus on the crutch. Yeah. That's <laughs> his gold panties. Nothing else about Hulk Hogan except just panties. Like he was twenty eight. No, he was twenty eight or was it twenty seven when he started losing his hair? Oh, he was losing hair real early. Yeah. Yeah. It was like so. By the time he was like twenty seven, he didn't have any hair right here. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, nah, I think it, it was must have been because his Dude. pops was bald. Um, when, back in '84, when he won the belt, you see his parents in the back, and he's yeah. pouring champagne on him, and his pops was bald. He got to be yeah. Like, but you see like Hogan in, in like in in like when he was like 18. Yeah, he had hair. You know, what I'm saying he was skinny was, though. No, no, no. He wasn't that big. He was big in his bed. He wasn't that big. That was big. That was though. a tiny bed. Okay, there's a picture of Hulk Hogan. And his little twin bed for like no, an no, eight year old. Band, his band. Oh, his band. I thought you yeah. were talking about his bed because his bed was yeah. small. They did that little thing on him. Yeah. They did that little feature on him. They showed him next to his bed. And his bed was like the size of like. Hogan was like 6'8, like, but it's in seventh grade, Joe. Nah, he wasn't that big. Yeah, bro. He was already tall. He wasn't that big. I fucking hate Hulk Hogan anyway. I hate him. I hate his guts. I, I'm the biggest anti Hogan dude ever. You what, no, I'm not. I'm not saying, well, what about Andre the Giant? I know about him. I actually liked him. That fool was a fucking beast. Andre Giant uh, is like if you've never seen the HBO special on him, yeah, it's, a great, it's, it's super a great sad. Special. It's sad. Yeah, like like people would make fun of him all the time because of his size, and then and he couldn't talk. He couldn't talk. 
How about a peanut? It's <laughs> pretty lady want a peanut. <laughs> I am the boot squad. No, nah, like there's a story from Jake the Snake where they went on a road trip to go to a town that was like 80 miles away, right? Andre got three 24 packs of beer, right? And drank them before they even got halfway there. And still wasn't fucked up. It still wasn't fucked up. It takes two. It used to take two barrels of wine to get him fucked up. Two barrels yeah. of wine to get somebody fucked up. Like they showed a can in his hand. That shit was like a shot. Yeah, it was like a little shot glass. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like holding those little mini cans right now. Yeah, yeah. So That's what it was. Yeah, but Andre's yeah, hand. He was so huge, man. But yeah, you were right. Um, he had to drink like three barrels or something. Yeah, just to, just, just, to, get just to get a buzz, just yeah. to get. And he would sit. Only reason he would sit in the um, in the pubs. Until like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, is because people didn't want to be around him at home, so he stayed there so people would drink with him. That's how lonely he was. Like he had like you would think that somebody like with his statue, like you know, he'd be around, he'd be around more people, but like because he, he was all drink him. That's the thing. Well, yeah, but he was also always like in pain. Oh yeah. So that's what, that that was his escape. Like, let me just drink so that way I can probably numb at least some of the pain on that. Yeah, it's it's like super fucking sad. That that's sad because everybody, everyone you hear from like back then, he was like the most lovable man. Yeah, he's a great dude. Like everybody he, loved him. He, it's he just was, he was very giving and like he was a great human being. So it's sad to hear that he was really lonely at the end of the day. Yeah, it, it's up to ass. Unless he didn't like your ass, and then he used to oh, fuck up the dude. Irish cheek. Oh, um, and then he used to beat up on, like, like he got the fabulous Freebirds fired because they were late. He wasn't feeling them. He used to fuck people up. Like I remember, uh, there's a story about Macho Man. Macho Man used to oh, oil yeah. himself up with baby oil, right? To make himself look bigger. Freak out, freak out. <laughs> so he used to oil himself up. Andre hated oil. He hated it. So what happened is he told him, hey, don't put oil on when you wrestle me. Macho Man didn't care. He still put it on anyway. So Andre beat the shit out of Macho Man. Andre's hand was like the size of someone's chest, like a regular person's chest. Like a baseball glove. Yeah. So he took it and slapped. Usually when they slap, they slap with the side of their hand to make that sound, to cut. So you you hear that loud sound. He slapped with his palm on on his chest, and they said Andre's handprint was on Macho Man's chest for a week. Just stuck there. I don't like it. It hurts very much. <laughs> but yeah. What do you think, Miss Elizabeth? Oh, dude, don't. <laughs> Eddie, do you remember anybody from back in the day? Um, Yeah, I well, 1989, when The Undertaker debuted at uh, Survivor Series. 1990, 1990, brother. 1990. 90? Yeah, it was Survivor 90. Series 90. Yeah. yeah. That's- I mean, he was he was mad Mark Calloway. Calloway. Mean Mark Calloway. Mean Mark Calloway in WCW. So, I mean. Yeah, no, but right. it was because of him. I mean, I was only, what, like six years old when I started watching it. Um, so, I mean, I liked his whole, you know, persona, you know, turning off the lights, you know, rolling your, your eyeballs back, the urn, like. And then the way that he carried in, himself in the ring where he was just, like, slow but still doing everything so, like, you know, uh, mechanically with the other wrestlers, but yeah, yeah, he's like, you're you're doing it slow. How the hell are you still doing this? Um, when he was to, when he when he would um st- stand right back up. Oh, sit back knocked, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah sit back up. Yeah, so him down. That was dope. Yeah, um, I can't. Then, I still can't do that. And then and then walking on the tight ropes. On the top, yeah, yeah, or on the on the side rope, right? Yeah, on the, yeah. He would. Well, he would walk. He go on the top rope and then he would walk across. Yeah, yeah. For for being a guy that that tall, dude, that big, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like what three? Who was his first um, manager? Do you uh, remember? Um, his first, not I, I know. 
I know, I know, and that's not Paul Bear. Not no, Paul no, no, Bear. No. Um, oh my gosh! I I'll, get, I'll get a guess. He's red. I know, I know. He has yeah. a racket. No, that's no. that's uh, that's Cornet. Brother Love. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, I can see him in my fucking mind. I love I was like, you. Yeah, that's Ryan Dunn, right? No, Bruce Pritchard. That's Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, that is Bruce. Yeah, Pritchard. Kevin Dunn is doing. Kevin Dunn. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was a shit, dude. Oh yeah. When I was looking, I was scared of him. I was like five. He came out. I was like scared. Was like what the fuck? Yeah. I was already a teenager, so I wasn't scared. Of I was like <laughs> <laughs> Kamala used to scare the shit out of me. Yeah, Kamala was a beast, dude. Yeah. And oh, he, and he he's had dead. Like, um, yeah, he just died, but uh, he had the headhunter mask and all that shit. He used to slap his belly and shit. He was scary. And then like this dude uh, told a story about Kamala. He said he used to be so scared of him. And then one time he went to go see him wrestle live. He had a bandaid on his foot. Killed the whole mystique. <laughs> Oh, I did hear him. Kamala was like a big girl, though. Really? No, 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 no offense. Uh, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like they said, like he would get hurt, like just a, like a knee sprain or like a hurt foot or like, something on him, like yeah. a band or something, and he wouldn't go out. Uh, I never heard that. Dude. Yeah, he was. He wasn't like, like, like his mystique like was getting his eye knocked out. Oh, dude, Vader was the twenty dope. minutes. Yeah, Vader scooped it. And like, I said, oh, I still got twenty <laughs> minutes to go. It's gross. <laughs> Anybody else? Herbert. He, he can see around corners though now. That's true. Just take it out and just spy around. Bro, bro, my uh, my favorite wrestler around that time was uh, Ultimate Warrior. Man, like he just brought all that energy, and you know, like he was an exciting uh, add on to wrestling around the time that I was watching it. And I also found out that he used to be uh, in a in a he was a tag team partner with um, with Sting before yeah. they were they were in that um, WCW. WCW exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy because they were both different personas back then too. So, question for you guys: Since we're on the Golden Age, was there a a match that I know everybody out there is talking about wrestling? They say it's fake, and we're not, we're here to talk about that. It's not. Was there a match that you guys can remember or think of where somebody was severely hurt in the Golden Age wrestling world? Do you guys have any stories about that? Oh yeah, go ahead. Mine would be besides Vader, his eye. Yeah. Um, Bundy um, doing a leg drop on that jobber dude and like um, crushing his um, oh, no, Mabel or, over the bone. Uh, takers, yeah, he crushed he crushes over the bone. Um, Owen Hart dumping uh, Stone Cold on, on his, his neck. Head. Yeah, broke his neck in the middle of the ring. That's why you can't do a pile driver anymore. Yeah, because Owen didn't Owen didn't secure Austin's body and just dropped. He so dropped all you saw, ass, yeah, not his knees. Yeah, so all you saw was Austin's head bounce. Off the mat, and, and it he's like two sixty, and all that two hundred and sixty pounds on the neck, and the you know all that shit broke his neck and kept going. And he kept also, going, could have yeah. been wrestling to this day, but if he that retired, had you know, at the top of his game because Owen broke his neck. You know any injuries um, from when you saw? I remember um, Mabel's one because I thought I thought it was a gimmick when the Undertaker had to wear that mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. But later on, I figured out that that, that, it, that he had actually wear that because. Yeah, yeah, but he kept going too, though. Yeah, yeah. Like Undertaker didn't take a day off. No, that's why he's one of the last respectable kind of wrestlers. Well, now that he retired, yeah, yeah, I'm sad now. <laughs> Michelle, what do you what do you know about like wrestling, or what comes to your mind when you think of wrestling that 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 connects to the actual sport? Mm-hmm. 
limited. But going based off of what Eli said with Hulk Hogan, um, all I remember was his how creepy it was that his daughter looked just like his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I remember that. That's that gross. Creepy. That, that's like you know his wife looks like his daughter. Oh shit! His new wife. Yeah, his new wife looks like his his old wife, the one he married for like a month or whatever, and divorced her. She looked like his daughter, and this one looks damn near like his daughter. That's gross. It's creepy as brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bro, back in the day too, um, if you remember, uh, I think it was Hogan that that had that whole like the three count arm, where uh, where he would uh, he, they'd be like counting him out. You know, he was almost out and he would leave his hand up. Oh, then, he starts doing the then he starts doing the yeah. Oh yeah, the the the, the, the no yeah the rally. Was it Hogan? Yeah, it was Hogan. Yeah, he was, yeah. he was hulking, hulking up. up exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that was exciting back then because you're like you knew it was coming and you were cheering for him. You wanted him to not be tapped yeah, out until you found out who he was. Until you found out he's Hollywood douche Hogan. Yeah, yeah. So asshole. That's true, <laughs> brother. Hey, remember? I'm, you guys don't want, probably won't know this, but Booker T. Is a wrestler, right? So he was doing a promo, and a promo is <laughs> oh, when oh, 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 you know what I'm talking. Okay, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. So Booker T's doing a promo, and that's when you know you're getting heat to talk about your upcoming match with that person, right? So Booker T's going, and he's a black dude, so he's going, he's going, he's talking about Hogan. He's like, "Listen, nigga," and like, like they they're looking at it, and like you could like Mean Gene is just like. Uh, what the fuck? Hogan, we're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad. And I, I like, I like, like this, how he's like, yeah, oh no, uh, yeah. He grabbed his face, like looking down, like saying, like, like, like he was still pumped up and like, like you know, talking his hand, like, yeah, let's do this. But at the same time, he's like, what the fuck did I just yeah. say? You don't got that <laughs> clip. You don't got that clip. I ain't got that clip. Oh, you, you know, slid. that's that's exed out everywhere. They did. Really? They yeah. exed out of everywhere. It's not on YouTube somewhere. No, nope. it's hard. To it find stops it. it. Damn. I used to love that shit. Right? Just going and then, and like, like me and Jean would just sit there and be like, um, do I keep. And scary Sherry was like, it's okay, it's okay. She's like, you know. Yeah, she's trying to help him out. I'm like, oh, man. But yeah, so we can segue into like the Money Night War since it's still on Hogan. So Hulk Hogan left WWF at the time with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, who were Diesel and Razor Ramon, and left to go to WCW. And they signed. Some nasty contracts. They're called the rate contracts that have never been done before. So it's like or, or since yeah. So when you guys work at your job, right? So let's say Herbert comes in, he makes eighty thousand a year. If Eli comes in and Eli makes eighty two thousand a year, Herbert automatically gets more money. That was their contract. So no matter who what's, came in, what's the phone number to that place again? <laughs> no out of business, business. <laughs> no longer in business. There's a reason why they're not around yeah. anymore, brother. Yeah, that cla- and they also had clause contract in there, so they could work when they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to lose to whoever they wanted to, and they got to do whatever they wanted with their um with their person or with their character. So it didn't matter. So that's why Hogan would never lose. And oh then you know, pissed me off so much. I hated Hogan, bro. I, mean, I, I hated Hogan in the 80s at towards the end. I was already done. You know what I'm saying? Because at that time, it was just the same shit over and over and over. And then I realized he was the douchebag. All the time, his buddies yeah. would like betray him. Like Mr. Wonderful, he didn't return his call. So Mr. Wonderful gets pissed off, betrays him. Andre got a smaller trophy than Hogan. He betrays Hogan. Hogan kept on touching Elizabeth's ass and like, oh, he grabbed her no. shit. Did you hear what he did to her? Oh, yeah. You he see like it scooped on under. Series. Yeah, he scooped under her dress. On Survivor Series 88. 88, yeah. You see him just touching Nalga and shit. Yeah. Like, it's all good. But like, it wasn't, no, but it like wasn't, it wasn't just. 
Nobody it wasn't just a touch, shit. though. It wasn't just a it touch. Like, she, she said he he went under. He got he grabbed her ass and went under her dress. He old sister. And at this time, she's married to Macho Man. Ma- Ma- Macho super Man. jealous and super crazy in real life. Yeah. And so you just realized that he was the fucked up one. Go ahead. That's before that Me Too moment. <laughs> <laughs> there was no Me Too movement back then. It was just, hey, you get, oh, you got, all right, come here. Tu también. <laughs> me Too is what the next girl said, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Hogan, they formed, you know. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. <laughs> don't know what that is it's the nwo it was like what's the equivalent of the nwo to mainstream of wu-tang ho- clan yeah like a gang of members and they yeah. just took over and bogarted everything changed the whole game yeah they it nwo started out with three members right and then after what a month it was like it was like the whole roster of WCW. yeah right. like there's w the whole purpose got split because what it was supposed to be was three guys invading taking stuff which over. was when it was dope yeah then it was just like the next week you pull up like Booker T's in it, and then, uh, uh, X-Pac. no, no, X-Pac was in it. Then the um, Giant was in it. Yep. Uh, you know, it just Ted DiBiase. Yeah, Ted DiBiase left WWE to come over there. Rick Rude was on a pay per view. <laughs> yeah, he was on a pay per view on Sunday, and then and then was on, on WCW on Monday night. So it was like really weird, but like they killed it. Like, and hats off to Eric Bischoff for doing that because he had that vision and he had money. Well, yeah, well, Turner's he, money. Turner, Turner's Turner gave money. him a blank check. You know, he said, just do what you have to do. And he had that vision of like making this like the, the New World Order uh, yeah. team. Um, the only problem was that he didn't know what to do with it afterwards. And, he was that's, a dick what, too. and, and that's when he gave it to him at, at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a dick. Like, he was, he was giving away like raw stuff. Oh, on yeah, air. yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> Nitro started at eight o'clock. Raw started at nine, and it was pre-taped. So yes, so Eric would tell people what was happening on the Raw, results. and people would just be like, "Why the fuck do I have to watch then?" And they would just watch WCW. They did fuck up on one though. Oh, where the, they lost where they lost the, the Mick Foley one. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, every, yeah. That- I remember when they threw Ray into the trailer outside. Oh, when they speared him into the outside. Yeah, trailer, so yes. they threw Ray Mysterio into a production truck outside of the venue. And the people that were, was it Disneyland? Yes. They thought it was real. They, they thought a gang fight had, had erupted. So they called the cops. The cops were there and everything. Yeah. So the cops came and it was just really bad. Oh, I, saw, I saw that's when the security got really crazy on him. Yeah. He wouldn't on stage and he's like, what, what's, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Yeah, they were pushing it's them away. The, the cops yeah. came and like. Somebody fucked up and didn't advise them that that was part of the yeah, game. Yeah, it was funny as fuck. Yeah, that was, that was ridiculous. That was when it was cool. So a question. For those of you who don't, well, for me, I don't know anything about the uh, WWE and any other like core issues of the wrestling world. Women. So what was the difference between each one of them? Was there one that like stood out the most or what was the, it was there a progression or how did it all get to like SmackDown or okay. all of that? Can I? Yeah. Good. All right. So um, back in the old, old days, there was territories. So you had like New York, you had Minnesota, you had down South, like the Virginias, the Carolinas, you had Texas, you had Portland, all these different territories. So in the mid eighties, uh, Vince McMahon, or how'd you call him? Vince, uh, what was it? <laughs> Mahone. Mahone. <laughs> Vince Mahone uh, said, yo, I'm taking over all this. And he started buying But he did it out. nicely though. But no, he at first, at first he, he did. He was bogart. Well, no, remember at oh, yeah, first, at first, he was giving money. He was giving money at first. Yeah, and then he was just money. like, why am I giving people money? Yeah, I'm just, just going to 
take your fucking people. Yeah. So he started taking over the promotion, and then there was only one remained, which Gagne? was... Uh, no, was it Gagne? The, Gagne died in 90. Yeah. Um, that was the AWA. And then in, uh, the NWA, which later became WCW, was the Carolinas, Georgia, and their wrestling was impeccable. It was so good. Yeah, you had, you had Flair, Flair, Ricky Steam. the Dragon, Steamboat, Lex Luger, the Steiner brothers, the Road Warriors. Just so It was like no gimmicks, no you know bullshit no funny shit like no hillbillies and no like bushwhackers yeah dumb no dumb shit yeah it was like hardcore not necessarily hardcore but like serious wrestling so that was the difference between nwa and wwf and then it later became wcw and then wcw tried to copy what wwf was doing and that's when it started to shit the bed and then when it went in a different direction with wcw that's when shit started popping with the nwo yeah and the cruiserweights which was my favorite part of and the luchas the yeah, luchas the brought all, all the luchas over yeah yeah so they went into what was it triple a uh, wrestling in, yeah in it was AAA or cml yeah, yeah. One of them. eric eric just he okay ray mysterio was making 17 grand a year wrestling six nights a week eric bischoff came in and offered him 120 grand a year to work three nights a week I was gonna say yeah, because Rey Mysterio went to like WCW. They never went to like WWE or anything. no, he, yeah. no, no. He, he went for afterwards. After yeah. he's talking about like right off the bat because oh, no, no. because remember Rey started when he was seventeen or sixteen. Uh, random yeah. fact for Eric: uh, Rey Mysterio was uh, Freddy Krueger's son double. Yeah, and I'm Nightmare on Elm Street. Which one? I don't know. I'll get it's it. The second one. Second one. No, the second no, one. impossible. Yeah. It was, it was, it was he a second was or third one. He must have been like. It was the second or third one. Ray Mysterio was the same age as me. I was 10 years old in Nightmare on Elm Street. It was either. Yeah. It was the second or third one because they were talking about it, it on be his like thing. the last one, yo. Got to be like about, uh, 1991. Are you sure it wasn't the dad? Oh, yeah. Okay. The, the Theo. Um, yeah. Ray Mysterio yeah. Sr. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, Ray was. Let me, say, let me tell a story real quick about Lucha Libre. So I, I grew up in New York. There was no Mexican wrestling. So when I moved out here the first time in 91, I was just changing channels and shit. And all of a sudden I saw this shit and I was just blown away. I have never seen more. Wrestling is supposed to be brutal and shit, but I've never seen more elegant wrestling. Oh, yeah. In terms of the shit that they were doing. Like I saw Rey Mysterio when he's, uh, how do you say hummingbird in Spanish? Colabre? How do you you say hummingbird in Spanish? Um, Colabre or some shit? uh, Chuparrosas. Honey, hummingbird? Yeah, nah, like, yeah. that's it. Oh well, he had a different name. Chuparrosas. That's that's not yeah. like some. That's not like some yeah. sexy yeah. shit. That honey. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that does sound sexy. What <laughs> we'll call my wife? <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, just like magical. It was. I think his name was Culabre for some reason. I don't know what that is. That sounds like Kulo, bro. <laughs> Ray Mysterio. That's why he changed the name to Ray Mysterio. You want to be stinky? Yes. He was gonna be Chupacabra. <laughs> But anyway, th- I'd never seen wrestling like that before. You know what I'm saying? Because the Lucha Libre in on back east was Puerto Rican wrestling, which was like bloody, like ECW and shit like that. So to see this shit, I was just blown away. So I just wanted just to, how dope fucking, you know, Mexican wrestling with Lucha Libre was back in the day. Colabre, yeah, yeah see? You're right. Yeah, yeah. Vaya con Dios. So then, uh, so you were introduced to what, like the Lucha Libre when you came here? Yeah, when I came out here, like La, like, like La Parca and um, Vampiro, Conan, when he had long hair and shit. So question. He was on novellas and shit. So, so question. I, I know that Lucha Libre is, you know, obviously big in Mexico, but what, when did they integrate that into, like, WWE and, like, the so, actual Orson world? like, 93, 94, it started coming over, getting popular, and then WCW had, like, a split. Well, they took it from ECW, remember? Well, no, no. Ray was on ECW. But before they, before even that, they had a, a pay-per-view called When Worlds Collide in 94. The Ray went to uh, ECW in 95. Yeah. 
And then that's when, it, you know, ECW, and I was back east, and I saw Ray, you know what I'm saying? And Ray was like, I mean, he makes you look like Big Show, brother, back then. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. You know? Yeah, Ray was little, dude. Like, yeah. no muscle on him. Yeah. He was and just wiry. Was, he was just doing the most amazing shit. And, like, he's so good that you suspend disbelief. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at someone his size and you fight someone like the Big Show and you're like, Big Show's going to kill him, but he's so tenacious and so amazing that you just suspend disbelief and you believe everything Ray does, even if it's flipping around and shit. And that's the difference between a lot of the new flippy dudes compared to Rey Mysterio because he could sell when he's getting his ass whipped so you believe him when he's getting his ass whipped and then he fights back was that the guy who always wrestled with his hands in his pocket is that the name no, 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 that's no, that no, new no. shit I nah, hate that hold shit on, hold on don't give me hold on I love him hey Cassidy we're not there yet but get me in a bad mood brother like Cassidy is good so no, some of the not. new guys some of the new guys are good it's not not Cassidy though you don't like Cassidy fuck no <laughs> He wrestled with his hands in his pocket. That shit's fucking hilarious. Stupid. So in that time with the WWE and like WCW stuff, there was another promotion called ECW. Mm -hmm. They were extreme. So they did just gnarly shit. Like falling off of the rafters, through tables. Barbed wire matches. Barbed wire matches. Um, What are those lights? Thumbtacks. Uh, they didn't really do the two. That was CZW later oh, yeah. on, but they did the barbed wire shit. Yeah, the barbed wire shit. was yeah. nuts. They were the first one to break tables like on a daily. Yeah. So that's, but that's how they got RVD. Right. You know, Sabu, all them. The Dudleys. They were, they were lit that tables on fires. Yes. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Well, let's not go over Rey Mysterio's match in Mexico against El Perro, El Hijo del Perro. Oh, when he killed him? When he killed him, exactly. Yeah, but that was that was that just that just happened. happened. We're talking about but, extreme, and I mean he's well, yeah, he killed the fucking dude, like Mexico, but he didn't do it on purpose. That was an accident. That was Ray, an accident. Yeah, he felt bad. Ray's super religious, so that fucked him up inside. So I felt bad. Well, be, that. but that was that was fault because he was running at the ropes and didn't go under like he was supposed. Well, to. Well, his neck was hanging on a thread anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, his neck, his, his was spine was already. I think a baseball up. slide. I think was. Yeah, he was supposed to do a baseball slide under the no, under the rope. You know how when Ray does a six, you know how Ray does a six one nine and he trips you. Yeah, and then your neck hits the rope, and then he hits the. Six well, well, no, well, no, that was before he did that that move. He had already hit himself, but because he was supposed to slide underneath the rope. Oh, okay. I remember his back. The back of his head hit the rope, right? Yeah, he didn't catch. I thought he right. was going to do the six one nine. No, no, no. He, he that was, was later that in the match. Afterwards. So he'd already fucked himself up, oh. and he didn't stop the match or say anything. So when he went right, to go do we're that, show, we're showing me right now. The are you trying to show him? Yeah. All right, we're going to show. Yeah, that thing was harsh. I feel bad for Ray because he's a good dude. Yeah, but anyway, ECW was getting. They their guys were getting up. So Austin was was the, was there first, and that's where he had his first like mic time, and he was able to talk. Right. And other guys were there. So WCW started taking people. They weren't giving ECW any money or anything. They were or taking talent back. Yeah, they were just taking. Vince because, was giving talent right. back and taking. He would people. give them Al Snow, yeah, and Doug Furness, and dudes like that. People to help. So ECW went under because they couldn't have any more money, and Paul Heyman was a horrible. He couldn't write, but his booking and and the way he put storylines together. Oh yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. So besides that, like, do you have a favorite guy like in the nineties? I mean, uh, you said Bret Hart, right? Bret Hart's my all time favorite in all generations. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's his shit is realistic. Like, mm. I, I remember this. So I when I in, in my teenage years, my boys would come over and they snap on me. Oh, you watching that shit? Uh, and it'd be like Doink the Clown and Bastion Booger. Oh yeah, that was bad. <laughs> Excuse me. And then um and then so one day I'm at my dude's house and we chilling and shit. And um, I put on wrestling and Bret Hart was fighting one of the heavenly bodies or whatever. Right. And uh, so my buddy, who always used to shit on wrestling, always used to shit on wrestling, just sat there and was watching the whole match. And he was like, 
damn, that motherfucker makes that shit look real. You know what I'm saying? And ever since then, I looked at his shit, Bret Hart shit, differently. Because Ricky Steamboat was my top guy. Mm. And then, so Bret Hart, how realistic he makes the matches look. And then it all comes down to selling. Like, if you ain't selling shit, it's like... You know, Goldberg? there's no point. Goldberg's garbage. I hate Gar- Goldberg, bro. That guy did not know how to wrestle for shit. He dude. was a piece of shit, bro. And he, and he ruined Brett's career. He, 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 yeah, he, he, he ruined Brett. Oh, that kick? Yeah, that kick. The kick, yeah. The kick, yeah. yeah. Scrambled Brett's brains, and Brett ain't been the same since. He had a stroke a few years later. So Goldberg can yeah, suck Goldberg, my dick. Yeah, I hate yeah. him. Sorry. Dude. So in... Sorry, he almost I hate did, him. I he almost, he almost did the same thing. I'm so to, sorry. He, did, he almost did the same thing to the fucking Undertaker at the oh, Super Showdown. at the Super Showdown when he lifted him up and dropped him on his head, dude. Yeah, and then he was trying to do the uh, reverse, like, um, reverse the... Uh, the, the power driver? The, the, the oh, tombstone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, he, and he botched that. Yeah, dude. he botched that too. I was like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, there are a bunch of wrestlers that don't know how to wrestle, but they just get in because of their bodies. So, like, Goldberg's one of them. Uh, Ryback. Yeah, Ryback's another one that heard he used to mess up CM Punk on a oh, yeah, basis. CM, yeah, CM Punk hated that shit. Who else is uh, a bad worker? Bradshaw. Bradshaw was a bad worker. He was a bad, bad worker, dude. He was bad. And he would, even in, Stan in the- Hansen, Vader. Vader broke a dude's back. Yeah, but Vader, Vader was good with Sean. No, they hated each other. Remember, I know they hate each other, but he didn't hurt Sean. Sean. Uh, yeah, he was potatoing Sean, and that's why Sean. Oh, he pulled Sean's it. hair out too. Right, and he goes, you know, uh, he was supposed to move, and he didn't move, and Shawn Michaels stepped on his face and was like, "Move, you fat piece of shit, move." It's on SummerSlam '96. You can hear that well, shit. Well, remember now, Sean says that like Vader was like great in the ring, but I just think that's because Sean. Well, Sean's a born again Christian, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Vader used to never wash his gears behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Seriously, like... Nalgas on your chest and you have to sniff all that shit. <laughs> dude, Vader had... I remember one dude's story was Vader hadn't washed his shit in like six months of working five nights a week and didn't wash it. So just imagine that. I forgot who it was, but they threw like soda on him just to see if you'll wash it. And he did it. For like weeks, the soda didn't wash it. stain was still yeah. there. You didn't watch it. Well, I read that they paid him to not to not wash his shit. No, no, yeah, no, no, I read, no, no. I read that they paid him for I never read that. For wash his shit. Nah, there's no way. Dude, no one's going to pay you to be stanky, bro. No one's going to be paid to be stanky. Sid Vicious? Sid was horrible, yeah. Sid, Sid was bad. Yeah, was, oh, did you see when he broke his leg? Yeah. So the other day, I forgot. <laughs> he, he was danger to himself. Then I, showed, I showed it to Eli the other day. I showed him the, the video. Of him where jumping, jumping on the top? Off, like, trying to do a drop kick, and he landed on his really leg. On his leg. And he just, I, at first, the first time I saw it, I thought his boot came off. Like, you know, it was hanging off. And then his foot, bro. You know, his foot just hanging down like an L. It's like a noodle. <laughs> it was gross. Yeah, Sid, he was a danger to himself. Yeah, so. yeah Sid was, Luger was bad. No, nah, Luger's overrated. I mean, underrated, I feel. Because, really? Yeah. Okay, so um, in 90, whatever, 92, 93, he had fucked his elbow up, and he had that metal plate. Yeah, the plate. Like, yeah. So that was legitimate. Ever since then, he was just not, he was just getting by. But prior to that, like in the NWA days against Flair, before the injury, he had good fights. Well, yeah, but if you're injured and you can't do it, you shouldn't be doing it. This, that money. I'm, I'm doing the money right. single. I don't know. Remember when they tried to turn him into the next Hulk Hogan? <laughs> yes, that was that didn't embarrassing. Work. Yeah, the Lex Express? All right, so I'm gonna show um, our guest right here, Neil, the the Sid uh, leg. Oh, the crack! I want to see, see her reaction. All right. <laughs> while, we, while we're doing that, so question: So is uh, Bone Shaw McGraw the guy who showed up in Spider Man? Oh, there he goes. There's it again. Go ahead. Is that real? Yeah, it's his foot. <laughs> She's in shock. How? Where's the bone? Like how? It's mush. Oh yeah, yeah. It didn't snap. His bone is applesauce now. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't crack. It shattered. Like it was like particles like in his in his leg. That's how bad it was. That's horrible. And he was crazy too. 
He was he was a fucking psycho. Because yeah. Yeah, he stabbed Arn Anderson in real life. They yeah, had he did. Behind the scenes. Yeah, he did. Stabbed him with scissors. Yeah. First, the, the, the first story is he tried to stab him with a spoon. <laughs> huh? Did you hear that? Like, Sid tried to stab Arn with a spoon because that was the first thing that was next to him. Serial time, motherfucker. Yeah, he tried to stab him with a spoon first. And then when he, like people were looking at him weird, then he grabbed the, the, the scissors off the table and then stabbed him. They didn't know how him. to play paper as a rock. I <laughs> guess, bro. Psycho Sid was a, like, he, he lived up to his name. Yeah. But, like, besides that, there are people that died in wrestling. Um, Test, Andrew Martin, he, he he died. Yeah, he didn't um, have, like, a significant run or nothing like that. Nah, he wasn't. Like, nobody cared. That's <laughs> Not in a bad way. I'm sorry. Like, if, you, if you're in the NFL and you play, like, two or three years, like, nobody really gives a shit about you. you, you right. You it know. wasn't like when Owen Hart passed. Yeah, Owen, Owen Hart died. Um, Eddie Guerrero. That, that, one, that one sucked. That makes Eddie me was amazing, yo. Yeah, that made me sad. I met Eddie in real life. We drank beers. I should, I, I'm going to send you all the pictures. I should have brought them today. I have tons of pictures. And I met Eddie Guerrero Halloween Havoc weekend when they fought that famous match, him and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Um, Mr. Perfect, um, Sting, Arn Anderson, all, a gang of motherfuckers. Um, but, yeah, no, Eddie Guerrero was probably one, pound for pound one of the all-time greatest of all times. All weights. Yokozuna. Yoko was dope too. Who else? Who else died? Um, that Chris Benoit shit. That shit. No, we're not. Okay. <sighs> Is that the one we, we got, were we talking about the other day? Then we get into it. Hey, did we get into that one where yeah. uh, they were like friendship and they it kind of escalated really bad? No, no, no. Okay, so Benoit. Um, what happened with Benoit was um, I don't know. I guess his brain was like oatmeal or something. Well, no, and, he he had the brain of an eighty-five year old, eighty-five uh, year old Alzheimer's patient, right? And, so it was um, just gone. So he started like wigging out, and were, like people were, like thinking that he he was thinking he was getting followed. Yeah, um, he was just he said blimps were following him. Right, he was air. just a lost cause. And then supposedly, well, you know, I guess you know he killed his wife and his son. Yeah, he strangled his wife. He strangled he. From what they said in the corner, is that he kneeled over her and strangled her to death. Um, and then because he wanted to get the spirit, her the evil spirit out of her, so he wanted to see the spirit leave her her body. Then he took his son, who was I think part uh, autistic, and put a bag over his head and tied it to the to the door. I uh, uh, I don't I thought he just choked him out. No, to get his wife no. Feet. no, no. He put the bag over his head and put it on a door so his son could every time his son would try to move, uh. the door would just keep like the door wouldn't give any kind of give. And then he went upstairs and snapped it. Well, he laid them down like with their the hands next over day. The chest. He killed himself. Yeah, so he he slept in the same house with his dead family for a whole night and then. Yeah, that was horrible because he was like a really nice person. He was a really good yeah. dude. Everyone had good things to say about him. He, if you look at the documentaries, you could kind of see when someone's a dick in their documentaries when they're like not in character. And he was very genuine. And this shit was like everyone, like Batista and John Z and a lot of guys were like, I have no idea who that dude was that did that to his family. Yeah, because you know I mean? as they said as soon as he walked into the building. Like he was business, he was Benoit, right. everything was cool. When people saw him with his family, he was like a family man. Right. He he hated being on the road. He wanted to be at home with his family. And then as soon as they said that, and then as soon as Vince found out about what actually happened, Benoit got cut out of everything. Yeah. Like Randy Orton won his first in uh, 2004. Yep. He's the youngest champion ever, right? You would think they would celebrate that, right? All you see is one, two, three. You don't see it. It's just black. One, two, three, and Orton puts his hand up in the air. That's the match. Right. They don't show the. Match. I mean, they have the match on the, the network, but no, they, they don't have the match on the network. Yeah, no, they don't have it anymore. 
It's gone. They took everything out. It took everything I off. I just watched the Royal Rumble 2004. He Dude, I'm telling you, like, I looked like two days ago for this, and it was, and it was gone. I'm going to have to look again, because I, I could have swore you. Because I know, because they were talking about that when David Benoit was doing his thing. That's Chris Benoit's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were doing the thing, and they were like, they raced my dad off everything. Like, they don't even show him on the network or anything like that, and that's my dad's, like, life work. Mm, I'm gonna have to look that shit I up just, I could have swore I just saw that shit I, So I have a question Was he sick in the head Or what happened What, what was going on with him When he when that whole chaos happened So like okay So like Cactus Jack um, There's a wrestler named Mick Foley And he He says that his brain Because Cactus Jack In the 90s If you watched him in the, in the Attitude Era I mean he took A shellacking Every night on his head You know what I'm saying And he says But I was able to To fall back on my comedy I was able to fall back On my mic skills Benoit His only gimmick Was like I'm a real wrestler So he had to wrestle hard Every night Every night Yeah he couldn't take days he, off Yeah and he Well he had no mic skills Mm-mm. He couldn't be funny So he had no, no crutch to like kind of back onto. So Benoit was go, 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 go. So his brain, by the time, I mean, he, he was putting like, his matches look real as fuck too. And so he, by the time he got to however old he was, his shit was. 43? Yeah, his Four, brain like was that. garbage at that point. And you got to remember, I think we talked last time that his finishing move was. Flying headbutt. Oh, the flying headbutt. The flying headbutt. So just think of that. Your head hitting somebody's like chest Shoulder, yeah. and, or head. Or, or the mat. Or the mat. Or the mat. Yeah, if they yeah. moved. So you know, they, he gets on the top of the third ring, the you know third uh, turnbuckle. You know, boom, boom, boom. And sometimes he would do it from the cage, it, from the cage, or out to the outside, or the, the stair, uh, the ladder. Oh, the ladder, yeah, yeah. So, so sometimes he'd miss. Sometimes people would move. Look, look how um, you know NFL players are, and they're wearing helmets right now. This guy, nothing, and he's doing that. And that we're talking, you know, from eighty seven to two thousand and seven. Yeah, he started in eighty seven in Canada. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was getting fucked up. Was that the one where um, he did um, that stunt and broke somebody's collarbone or something like that, or or did he break his neck? No, nah, you're talking about Brock Lesnar. We tried to do a sunset flip. Oh no, he tried to do a, mo- uh, no, shooting, uh, star a shooting star press and he jumped off and he didn't gauge it right and he 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 broke his neck or almost, almost like, broke damn near neck. broke his neck and got up and still f fived. Kurt Angle. He was he was he was just, he was just out. Yeah, he, he was, was out on his legs. He was Gumby. Yeah, he was he was, he was just fucked up. But yeah, Chris Benoit's stuff is like super sad, just from the fact that like when Eddie died, everyone said it crushed him. Like when Eddie passed away, Chris Benoit would go to um, Eddie's house with his wife, and he would cry for hours. He'd go up to Eddie's or up to their room, go to Eddie's side of the bed, hug Eddie's pillow, and cry for hours. So, so it was more like a, a brotherhood then. It's what it, it wasn't it was a friendship. They're like family. They're they're right. together all the time. It was like a bromance, <laughs> a sexy one. <laughs> but he would write Eddie letters, and then he'd respond to the written back letter. But there was no written back letter. Right. So his like journals were just like incoherent. Cause, yeah, because his brain was just oatmeal yeah. at that point. Which is crazy because as soon as he got to work, he was just like. Perfect. Autopilot. Yeah. That's crazy because 43 is still really young. And then if it, um, going based off of what Eddie was telling us, Aaron Hernandez, did you guys watch his documentary? Oh, man, that documentary was fucking boo-boo. It was the whole, like, him getting hit in the head, and then that caused him to go psycho. Oh, his CTE? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was really messed up, too, man. I mean, like, when they don't, they don't make rational decisions at that point. But the, what you said about autopilot, it's so true because... 
um, realistically, it's like mu- muscle memory, and he would be impeccable and everything. Oh, he would, yeah. uh, in all his fights, and he even his demeanor, you didn't get like uh, dreary, like he's 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 depressed. You no. know, except for like around the Eddie Guerrero situation, mm. it was obvious, but you didn't feel like he was going to go off to fucking right. edge the way he did. Um, the other part of the Monday Night War, or after because we got base with that, but like after the Monday Night War, obviously WCW lost because they couldn't push new new people. They had all they were doing was just recycling right. WWE guys, and that's a shame because all the the guys they could have pushed end up becoming main inventors in the WWE. Oh yeah, Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, Mysterio Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero. Who else? Um, somebody yes. got big off of them. Um, Booker T. Yeah, Book, Booker T came and got big. Yep. Um, Goldberg was the only guy that that got a run. Well, Goldberg he came in in two thousand three. Shit the bed. He, they, he oh, beat, that's in um, WWE. I'm talking about WCW. Oh, WCW. Yes, yeah. he's the only uh, new guy. He's the only he's the only new guy that yes, got right. anything. Is it and the giant and the giant? Yeah. But the giant was smart. He was the first one to jump. Yes, yes, yes. He jumped shit. Well, Jer- Jericho had beef with WWE. You know, anyways, no, like didn't he get banned and he had to move on? Oh no, that's now. That's okay. now yeah. he got beef, but that's because he jumped and went to AEW. Right, and Vince was pissed, and Vince was like, "Ah, fuck it! Like you, like you don't exist either now." Yeah, <laughs> well, because he had promised for years, "I'll never work uh, in North America against well, Vince." Years and years, and yeah. See, when Tony Khan came with that money. He was like, "Oh, you, Vince, I changed my mind real quick." Vince is a dude. If you give him your your word, Vince will stick by you like no matter what. Shawn Michaels gave him his word that he wouldn't jump to WCW. He gave him three hundred thousand dollars a year. And Shawn was hurt to sit home. To sit home, Shawn couldn't wrestle because he was hurt. Vince paid him three hundred grand because Sean gave him his word that he wouldn't jump, and Sean never jumped. Well, that's where it goes back to the loyalty with the Undertaker as well. Oh well, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Undertaker said, "I'm never gonna." Even with the Monday Night Wars where right. they were kind of losing, yep. and he could have easily just been like, "Well, I'm gonna go over there," but he's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna stick it with you because you know you're the one that kind of pushed me." And right, and, and because WCW shitted on him five years. Oh yeah, earlier. they told him that nobody ever pay yeah. to watch you wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. He told the Undertaker, "No one will ever millions pay." Millions of dollars later, yeah, millions yeah. of dollars later, fans and every stuff. So, to you guys, what's the rivalry? What's your favorite one? Let's say from '94 on. Uh, my favorite rivalry: Stone Cold and uh, Bret Hart. Really, that's your favorite? Yeah, over Vince. I love the Vince one because I know you're gonna go there. But no, I'm not going to that oh, one. Okay, okay. No, no, no. no mine's uh, Stone Cold and Bret Hart. That's just mine's Stone Cold and The Rock. Oh, uh, of course. That's those really... those two going back and forth because oh, yeah. The Rock was like funny, and Austin was more like. In Serious. your face, but he was funny too. He was yeah, he was funny too. My mine was um, mankind and Undertaker. Ooh, yes. Oh, you mean because of the hell, the hell in the cell? Yeah, well, before that, well, even yeah, before that. I mean, but there was you know, he was the boiler, the boiler room bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, Mick fell. No, like when he runs along the thing and tries to jump on Undertaker, he didn't try to jump. He fell, yeah. and Undertaker went under him to get to to catch him. to catch him, so he wouldn't hit his head on the on the little pipe right there. In the boiler room, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no that 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 for me was like the, one of the be- they the two they both had good dynamics on each other like they took out the best out of each right. other. I want to say I want to piggyback on what you're saying is because Undertaker was just fighting all these big fat dudes and not doing shit, and all of a sudden he had someone that could move that had a similar gimmick, and the shit was magic. Yeah, that, that, I think both of those guys were just amazing going back and forth um, on their storyline. My mine was uh, Ric Flair and Sting. Uh, how they were going back and forth, oh, too. dude. And uh, and you know, uh, like, you know, they hated each other in real life, right? Yeah, they do. Like really? hated hated each other. Yeah, well, because like uh, bad because Ric Flair was on top right at that time too, and it was almost unbeatable. So like he kept coming back at him, and like you you wanted to cheer for that. Well, you know, he used to take half of Sting's um, purse. No. 
Really? I never heard that. Yeah. I never heard so that. So what, what ended up happening is the NWA and, and the WCW couldn't pay everybody because, you know, before Eric Bischoff, they were going under, right? So what happened is Eric, uh, Rick would say, okay, we're, you know, this is my contract or whatever, but I want a certain amount of the gate of what we oh, do. That's how they did it all the time back in the day. Yeah, but what he would do is say, I want like 80% of the gate, right? So when Sting would come to get his money, he would say, oh, no, this is mine, this is yours. So the promoter thought Sting was getting half, but Rick was only giving him like a third of what he was supposed to get and taking the rest of it. And Sting found out about that shit, but Sting was under contract, so he had to stay there. So they they fucking hate each other, or more Sting hated him. I hate somebody too. They're stealing from me for fucking years. I mean, from what I'm getting from all of this, I've noticed that a lot of the wrestlers are just getting fucked over getting paid. And they, that's why they would jump wagon from one to another just because they were trying to get more money. So in the wrestling world, you had to have a gimmick. You had to have your 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 fans. You had to, had to get your dedication. But with everything that you guys are talking about, I'm just noticing that there's always an issue with these uh, wrestlers getting paid, these athletes who've been busting their ass trying to uh, you know, put on a good show for their fans, but they're getting screwed over getting paid. Is that how it went with all the wrestlers, or is that just on, only on a few? You got to figure, like, no one, very few people get that first, like, gimmick and hit it out the park. Very few. Because, you know, I mean, the Undertaker was the Undertaker all the time. Kevin Nash was what? Vinny Vegas? The Oz. Wizard? He was uh, Oz. Oz. Oz, he was Vinny Ve- Vegas. Stunko he was, was Diesel. He was the ringmaster. Stunning Steve. Um, the Rock. He was uh, Rocky Maivia. He was Rocky Maivia with that weird ass hair. Jerry Curl. He had Jerry Curl, that big ass Jerry Curl. But like even him, like I'm excited for his new show. That, that oh, as him as a kid and him growing yeah. up. Hopefully, it's, it's good. Like, uh, everybody hates Chris. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I see some of the trailers. And I'm just like, mm. I was like, mm. so I'll, I'm I'm gonna watch it. Regardless. Yeah, but like very, but there's very few people. Parts, I was like, mm. there's very few people that come in that have a gimmick and that gimmick sticks. Like here, Mickey James. Well, she had that psycho stalker, gimmick. and that shit. And people didn't and like I love that gimmick. Yeah, that but Vince sick. in the back didn't like that that gimmick was getting over. He wrote it. Why would he not get mad and get over? No, because he he wrote it to bury her. Oh, because he wanted someone for Trish to fight to to, to yeah. give her like an um a worthy uh, adversary. Yeah, a villain. So what she did one one time. Sorry again. What she did again <laughs> is she rolled up Trish and stuck her fingers through her tongue like this right. on her. Yeah, so did they edit it out of the network? No, it's still on there. Oh, okay. I saw it the other day. But she, he did that and that pissed off Vince. What were you talking about the other day about the man? The, oh, the, Becky. Becky, yeah, yeah. exactly. But that Becy wasn't, that That was hers, but that, that took her a while. Gimmick. That she wasn't was her the, gimmick that she first came out with. or whatever. Yeah, her shit was boring when she first came out. It was kind of boo-boo. Um, Velveteen? Velveteen Dream? Yeah. Uh, see... He killed all his momentum, though. You well, know? He killed all his momentum trying to go after, like, a 17-year-old girl. No, I thought it was a boy. No, it was a girl. Uh, I could have swore it was a boy. I'm, I think it was a girl. You could be right. Hansen said it was a boy. I mean, he could be right. <laughs> but he also would put stuff on his tights, like, call me up Vince. Right, you right, You know, right. what's taking so, so long? Like, like Right, like he was feeling himself shit. too much. Yeah. Uh, before uh, Kane West Kane. Oh, oh, Isaac Gankum. Isaac Gankum, yeah. bro. Yeah. And then the real, the fake diesel. The fake diesel. Yeah. I used to like the Kane and the Undertaker feud. That was, that, I mean, that lasted years and years and years. That was a good feud. That was a good feud. Is there any other feuds? Well, I brought up Becky, so that kind of was a good segue towards what do you guys think about Glow? Oh, or just latest in wrestling. I mean, oh, it, back it in was, the day? It was, an, it was a time and place where 
uh, you know, it was an opportunity for the, the women to take over, have their own league, and do good. And they were hella gimmicky. I mean, the, the song at the beginning of the show, yeah, every bad. night was funny. Yeah, see, Glow would have worked if they could have got some money behind them. There was no money behind them. I don't know if it would have worked because back then people took wrestling real seriously and kayfabe was in full effect. So to see, you know, the farmer's daughter and all that, those gimmicks that kind of I mean, people weren't feeling it. Like the hardcore fans that would usually pay to see all kinds of wrestling were not feeling like the gimmicky bullshit. So question. So bringing up the women wrestling. So what happened with uh, the women's wrestling group? Like when did it become like amazing where it, in the beginning when these girls came out, it was like, all right, this is piss break. Or when did it actually bloom to the point where fans are like, yo, I want to see this girl wrestle. I want to see her perform. When did it get, when did the women's side group of wrestling kind of just well, go skyrocket? We're still waiting on that. Oh my God. <laughs> all right. So it had like an up and down. Cause like uh, in the eighties, like Wendy Richter was big. Yeah, you probably went fabulous Moolah. Mm-hmm. They were big with like the Hulk Hogan era. And then like, it just dropped off like to the point where scary Sherry came in and, uh, <laughs> and oh, she um, was scary. Her uh, voice was just, but she, they, she had no one to fight. So yeah. she made, they made her a manager. Um, so, and then like in the nineties, like the Japanese women wrestling was huge. And then, then like, I guess I want to say like the Trish Stratus era. Yeah. Uh, after, there was after, only two of the them divas, though. After the divas. Yeah, but that was only two of them though. Right. The Trish Stratus era would have helped. It would have been Lita and Trish Stratus. There was no one else that they and pushed. Victoria, Victoria. Yeah, but they didn't push her at all though. Well, she was champ. She beat uh, Trish. Yeah, but no one cared though. I cared. She was dope. She was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as she far made as, me happy. But as far as like, let's say Trish like and Lita, like they were actually like wrestling wrestling. Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, yeah they were wrestling. So then you had Mickey James came in, and then the, like like a, like an influx of women started coming in. And you're like, right. all right, cool, they're going that route. And then they went like Stacy Keebler. And then they went like well, that was like the same time, I think. Right? Yeah, but they were pushing them, and then they brought them in because they wanted eye appeal, and they then want, that yeah, took they over. Right. Sex to that took you. over, right. and they started doing Braun panty matches. And, that was whack. And then like uh, yeah. mud wrestling. Matches yeah. and you're just sitting there like, all right, pee break again. Yep, it was it's just bad. It, it just you're like, I just saw this in TJ when I went through the day. <laughs> right, like, why am I watching this again? Like, this, this is horrible. But like, glow the show helped kind of launch like the women's revolution, as they called it, going over again. Like when they had on Netflix, people were watching that. They were seeing like the documentary oh, that came yeah, out. That oh, you see the one with uh, Lula. That documentary? The Vice one or the one years before? The Vice that? one. Oh, yeah, that one's horrible. Dude, Moolah was Yeah, she used to pimp her girls out. Yeah. Yeah, and then she would, like, take their money. Like, you know, you're talking about Flair and yeah. Sting. She'd take their money, and they'd be kind of, like, destitute, these broads. It's because horrible. she would bring them to her farm and be like, train all right, them. cool, and I'm going to train you. But you can't really bring anything with, with you, and you can't really call your family or do anything. You got to stay here and train. So all these girls are stuck out there. Right. They can't do anything. And if you want, and if they really want to wrestle, Lula's the pretty much the gatekeeper. Yeah, she was get them to Vince and yeah. all that stuff. Because if she says no, if she shits on you, you're done. Yeah, if Lula were to shit on you, you're done. So girls would say like, "Oh, she would pimp us out or to take us to places and like tell guys or whatever," and they would do it. So she had her own bunny ranch. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, she had her own bunny ranch, like back in the day. She though. was the Suge Knight of uh, women's wrestling. She was, and she was fugly too, bro. Oh, yeah, Mula was, was fugly. She, she was not fabulous. Yeah. I don't know where she got that fabulous from, but it wasn't from her face. <laughs> she was ugly. She like she looked like Patrick Starr and like Gumby, like had a had a baby. It was gross. She was fugly, dude. <laughs> no, but what's funny about that is she was champion for how long? Twenty seven years. Yeah. 
27 years she was she was champion lost in 85 and however tw- yeah but but she won it back again yeah spider woman when she tricked oh yeah that was, Richter. they yeah. did her dirty yeah so because you know the montreal have you heard of the montreal screw job with you um, never heard of the montreal screw job okay oh, so the Mon- come on you don't know that one at least gentlemen i don't know shit about wrestling <laughs> Dude. Anybody, this is, anybody This is what killed Damn near killed WCW Right This killed them It should have not killed them It, it should have made them Oh you know, Hella money Yeah It but killed them up. Because but anyway, but the, Let's give them Let's give okay. them a little bit of Backstory okay. on this Okay Montreal Screwjob Okay It's um, Sean. Brett And Shawn Michaels Right Big rivalry Right They're doing a pay-per-view Up in Montreal That's Bret Hart's Hometown. Hometown. Okay. Oh, no, he's from Calgary. But he's from Calgary. Country. It's, it's his country, his country. Right? Okay. He has the belt. Okay. Vince says, you're going to uh, drop the belt and give it to Shawn Michaels. Brett goes, I don't want to do that in my hometown. Like, how about I win, and then we can go up Monday Night Raw, and I'll lose it to Shawn that night. Right? Go ahead. Vince is like, no, that doesn't make sense for booking. Because you're going to lose, because you got to understand, Two wrestlers, including Nash and Hall, had already left after telling him, give us some time. And the next night, they show up somewhere else. Lex Luger told him, give me some time, showed up somewhere else. So people kept showing up after giving Vince their word. Vince is not going to take someone's word when you have the belt of his company. Because Medusa in October threw the belt in the garbage. So she was in WCW. She has the women's belt. The WWF belt. Yeah, she takes it. On live TV and dumps it in the trash. That is like pissing on your. That's like I don't give a shit about about your company. So Vince was not gonna let that happen again. He begs with Sean or begs with Brett. Hey, do this. See the thing Help. is that Brett, in my opinion, would have uh, not uh, would have kept his word. And I believe he would have kept yeah. his word too. But if you're Vince, you can't see like, what it was. Was that Brett and Sean hated each other in real life? So. Brett was like, you know what? We, we had to, went through so much drama. I tell you what, you know, I'll, this is like months earlier. I'll job to you anytime you want me to. Sean goes, Brett, I appreciate that. I won't do the same. And Brett was like, what? And then, you know, they fought backstage. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of shots fired with them that was legit. Not like scripted. No, they like hate the each other. Like the real shit. Like they, they hate, hate each, each other. other's guts. And so. Oh, remember the Tammy thing? Oh, yeah. The Sonny. Sonny so, oh, Sonny. So um, there was a girl. She was a man. Like like a was she a manager? Yeah, she was a manager. She managed. Uh, not really. She was a manager, like and she used to manage people and she was dating one of the guys that she had managed. Well, there is a rumor that no, Shawn Michaels I mean It was fact. Sean said it, Tammy said it, Chris said it, they all said it. It's it's just out there. All right, so there and not only was she okay, so she was smashing a lot of dudes yeah, in the back. It wasn't Davey just Sean. Smith too. Yeah, she was smashing that bro, that um ebbed his uh marriage up. Oh, it did? Yeah. Yeah. So she was having sex with a bunch of dudes backstage, right? So Bret Hart off script during a promo on Raw. No, no, Sean off script. Well, Sean off script, but then Bret was just like having stuff about because Bret made it, or Sean made it seem like Bret had uh, smashing. smashing her. Bret's wife is in the audience. No, no, she was watching on TV. No, she was in the audience. That night, the first night they did it, she was in the audience. Because he goes, uh, you know, and you talk about me, you have seen sunnier days. And, you know, so her name was Sunny. Yeah, so, so everybody knew like, what that uh, meant. You know, it was just bad. It's because Sean was smashing her, so he was paranoid because he was a drug addict at the time, and he was thinking everyone else was smashing. Yeah, so they get into this. Which was true. This is true. <laughs> so what happens, they get to uh, Montreal, and they're there, 
and they're going over the thing. Brett's still not going to drop it. And he goes to the ref, Earl Hebner, and says, hey, if they're going to do any shysty shit, let me know. Tell me. Don't be a part of it. You know. And Earl Hebner tells him, all right. I swear on my kids. I swear on my kids. I will not do anything, right? So they get in the ring. The fight's going on. Everything's going, going on. Vince comes down to, to the ring. Which he never did back he then. He never did. Because you didn't know who Vince was. He was an announcer. That's all you knew. Or he was a, uh, a commentator a, a commentator on there. So you didn't really know who Vince was in, in the company. So they get... Um, Sean puts Brett in the sharpshooter. And they call for the bell. And the match is over. And it was legit, though. It wasn't like inscripted. It wasn't yeah, you know, it was premeditated. Legit. It like, was legit. They just went out and uh, it they did it. It was supposed to happen. He was supposed to switch the. He was supposed to put Sean in the sharpshooter, and then everyone's going to come out. Yeah, disqualification. Brett keeps the belt, drops it the next night. The next night, so Vince comes out. He calls it. It's over. Brett starts destroying shit. Like he picks up the monitors, the the chairs by the thing, starts messing up the ring, hawks the nastiest loogie on and Vince. spits in <laughs> Vince's face, like all right here on yeah. Vince's face. So they get to the back, and. First, the Undertaker grabs Vince and says, yo, we need to handle yeah, this. Yeah, we, we, we need to talk about this. Then he goes to Sean. Undertaker went to Sean. Yeah, and Sean was like, I swear I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. swear to God. Yeah. So then. Grabbed his bags and dipped. Yeah. <laughs> so Vince goes in Bret Hart's locker room. Bret Hart is taking a shower. He's naked. He said, you better not be here when I get back out or I'm going to hit you. This is his boss. Takes a shower, comes out. Vince is still there. I want to talk. Boom! Hits him in the face. Knocks him down. Brett's done. Brett leaves. Yep. It's over. And he had a month left on his contract. Yeah. So WCW should have taken Brett and played on that, and they did. And made him a superstar. And they did. Yeah. That's because all the backstage stuff. But anyway, so back. let me backtrack. So even before there was a screw job Montreal, they did Wendy Richter dirty Fabulous Moolah. Oh, yeah. So Wendy Richter was going to fight this chick named the Spider Woman. And then so Spider-Woman was wrestling uh, Wendy Richter, and she locked her in some lock that she wasn't able to get out of. And then they, they did a super quick Oh, yeah, it was a count. super quick count. They pulled off the broad's mask. It was Moolah under the mask, and no one knew. And, it, you know, that wasn't supposed to happen. And Wendy was punching on her and all that shit. There's so a lot was, of shit that happens in wrestling that pe- people think is like, oh, it's scripted, and it's not. Yeah, the behind-the-scenes shit is a lot more interesting than, uh, you know, sometimes than the, in front of the camera. It's pretty dope. I remember the same thing happened to Ric Flair right one, one time, right? Like he was fighting with a mask on, and uh, well, that was, was a storyline. Yeah, that was a storyline. That was a storyline. Story they ripped the mask off, and he, yeah. and he was ble- bleeding. Uh, and the Black Scorpion. He was the Black Scorpion yeah. at the time. Yeah. Rick Ric Flair is like one of those dudes who's kind of. Ric Flair's gotten drunk on a panel, <laughs> and talked shit, and he's still welcomed back. Ric Flair is Yeah, he's 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 Teflon. Like Ric Flair would have to do some gnarly shit. He's been married what, eight times? Nah, just like three or four, I think. Oh, he's been married more than that because he has he has six or he has five things of um, alimony on him. He looks like an old construction worker to me, honestly. Really? Every time I he see has him, more, he has uh, more divorces and marriages than the actual belt he held, right? <laughs> nah. Sixteen titles. <laughs> he has sixteen titles right now, so. Jalo. Oh. Woo! 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 has engagements. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I saw some shit with JLo and she was like uh, Thanos. With their rings and engagement rings and shit. (laughs) This shit was fucking hilarious. But yeah, so the Montreal screw job should have given WWE. She gets a cumbia. Oh my God. She got Alex Rodriguez. 
That's yes. a lot of money. A-Rod. A-Rod. <laughs> Mr. Steroid. I miss my Yankees. I'm sad now. Um, but yeah, they should have made money. They didn't. They only pushed Goldberg. There's the finger point and of the doom. And even when they got Brad Hart, they didn't even know how to use him over there. He was like a middle card. Yeah. So it's like he was a US, to, he was a U.S. champ, right? Yeah, put yeah. in the U.S. and fighting Lex Luger. And yeah, Diamond Dallas, Dallas Page. Page. Yeah, that was garbage. DDP yoga. Yoga. That shit uh, I works. do DDP. I do DDP. That shit works. It does. It does. Yeah. See, it's very flexible. It's good. Yep. Yep. So, question for you guys: How do you guys feel about uh, Ronda joining the world of wrestling? Because that was, uh, you know, that was one of those garbage. events. <laughs> oh. Because you guys were talking about there's like a scene like in, in wrestling, there's a lot of stuff that goes off scene, right? And I think Beige brought up a comment about like there's a scene where they're um, arguing or they're being arrested in the in the back of a car. I don't know what event this was, but then oh. she gets kicked. It was on Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember when she got kicked? Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, but that kick wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, well, Charlotte Flair gets in the moment. She's like her dad. Oh, yeah, she gets in the moment. You know she I mean? just kicked the shit and out of her, That's when dude. it works the most is when they're they're... they're when they play it real and they're invested, that's when wrestling's at its best. When they put their hands in their pockets and do dumb shit, <laughs> that shit is garbage. You know nah. what I mean? Okay, so, so the actual scene of this is it's supposed to be a brawl between them, right? They're having a brawl. Everything's going crazy. There's um, Ronda, Becky Lynch, and uh, Char- Charlotte Flair. So they're getting arrested. They're in the, they're in the police cars. Ronda kicks out the window of the police car. She sticks her head out, right? So Charlotte is supposed to come and try to nudge her, but be pulled back by the cops. Charlotte takes a running sprint and just knees the shit out of Ronda. Her head bounced off the thing like a pinball. To Ronda's great. credit, she ate that shit. Like oh, she, she did eat it. She ate it. She Too like, bad she couldn't eat Amanda Nunez. Mm. Yeah. She didn't eat that. No, she didn't. Amanda Nunez well, starched her ass. Up. She puked that up. <laughs> Well, what, what, that reminds me of the kind of shit that my brother and I used to do, honestly, from watching wrestling. Like, immediately I wanted to try everything that they were doing. Well, yeah. It was so unsafe, bro. Like, he, like he's lucky. He's well, yeah, lucky. if you, like, people think, like, a body slam or, like, a clothesline is something simple. You do that wrong. You can snap someone's neck or break, break their back. I actually uh, did a did a DDT on a kid in seventh grade, and I fucking oh and he started crying. I didn't know what to do, bro. I'm like, oh shit, that's to hurt. Like the way that my parents said, it's weak. He sold it really good. <laughs> Yo, so one time, uh, Psycho Sid was big, right? Mm-hmm. Like ninety one. Trying to power bomb somebody? Yes, dude. Right. So I'm already six one. I'm fi- I'm fifteen sixteen. I'm already like six foot one already because I'm six five now, right? So my little brother. Darius, I'm like, yo, Darius, Sid just fucked somebody up on TV. I'm like, yo, Darius, come here, come here, come here, come here. And he runs over to me. I kick him right in the stomach. <laughs> oh, boom. And he's like, he folded like an accordion. He bent it over and shit. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, Darius, you good? Darius. And all of a sudden, like, for years, my mom was like, yo, don't do any moves on Darius. Don't do any moves on Darius. I was like, I won't do no moves. I promise. And then, boom, I hit him with the power bomb. And then so... All of a sudden, like, he's just folded like an accordion there, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then he starts crying. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, sh- I said, shh, I hear, I'll buy you a Ninja Turtle. I'll buy you a Ninja Turtle. Buy- bite my hand. We're, we're even. Bite my hand. He, he bit my hand, and, he, I, and my mom was like, where's Darius? I was like, he's over here. And he was stuck on my hand like a fucking pit bulldog and shit. <laughs> 
Uh, I had to come out the bread to get him some Ninja Turtle figures. Yo, he was on my hand. Just so you fucking up. power bomb somebody. Yo I, yo, I fucked up my other brother, JC. Uh, <laughs> my, my other brother, Bullethead, uh, he's he's on my father's side and he's, he's in the Bronx, right? So we're, this is like, I was even, I, I, I want to say I was 19, so I was like maybe 6'3", six, 6'4", six, already. And uh, so me and my little brother, we wrestling and shit. So I, I see him on the corner of my eye. He's jumping off the couch. And I, Undertaker used to catch motherfuckers by their neck with them in the chokes. So I caught him, boom, I caught him in midair and shit. And he's nine, I'm 19 and shit. I chokeslam him off the bed. He bounces off. I didn't know he had, uh, you know, because he lived in New York. I was in California at the time. I didn't know he had neck surgery the year prior. <gasps> oh, dude. Wow. And he's like, yo, Eric B, you fucked my neck up with my neck, B. You fucked up my neck, B. What's up with my neck? And I looked, he had a scar down his neck. I was like, oh, shit, sorry, yo, don't tell father. <laughs> don't tell pops, yo. And then a year later, I power bombed him off the. <laughs> Dude. I remember I, would, uh, I was, used to play with my my best friend, um, and he would he would be like the Hulk Hogan because he always wanted to win. Okay, so, yeah. that's when he had to shoot on his ass. <laughs> so, so he would always be like, "Oh, I'm gonna be Bret Hart." I'm like, "Okay, well then, who the fuck am I?" And he, I just get to, like doink the clown over there. <laughs> but but then but then he would be like, "All right, all right, all right, hey, we're gonna finish the, we're gonna finish the match, all right?" It's like, "All right," it's like, "I'm gonna do the sharpshooter on you." I'm like, okay. So I was like, okay, it's not going to hurt him, right? It's wrestling. Like, oh, I yeah, yeah, no, no sharpshooter hurts. He, he did the sharpshooter, dude. My back was killing me, dude. Like, I was like, I, I was tapping down. And he was all like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, motherfucker. This kid named Jake, I had him in the DDT. And I I did the little, you know, because Jake the Snake used to pat the back. Like, okay, get ready. Yeah. I guess he didn't watch wrestling enough. So I was like, yo. Boom! And he had this biggest coco taco. It looked like an unborn fetus on his head. This shit was like a big old knot, yo. Dude, this is not an advertisement for wrestling. Yeah, this is, do not this. try this at home. Oh, oh well, that kid that uh, rock bottom that uh, that 15, 15 year old kid that rock bottom that little girl. No, you mean uh, he put the, the the pillow on her face and did the rakishi and smothered. No, 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 <laughs> no, not that one. It's the kid that um, that slammed. I forgot how he slammed her. I don't remember that one. He um he killed her, and they tried him as an adult, and he's still in prison. They all for some wrestlers. Yeah, it's I, when I saw that I was like, does oh, he have a fuck. belt? Huh? <laughs> does he have a belt? It's probably being held by th- four or five guys. <laughs> Who Rikishi? Oh, his, you saw his butt? Is it Rikishi's cake? His cake, yo. So Michi, that guy, his um, one of his moves was putting the the it's wrestler. Called the stink face. Yeah, it's called stink he face. He put the wrestler in the corner of the turnbuckles, right? And he would just back it up and be like, ah. <laughs> No, you know what's crazy? Is we talked about Tess got pink eye from him. I see you've had roast beef today. <laughs> <laughs> this feels gross. Oh, so when Booker T threw up, was that legit when he got the stink face? Yeah, it was. Because Rikishi farted. Oh. No, you know why? What's funny about that is I'm glad you brought that up. So when it happened in catering, I guess Rikishi always eats the egg rolls in catering, right? Those are his. Those are his. So no one's supposed to, to touch him, right? Booker T ate his egg rolls. So Rikishi told him, hey, you ate my food. And Booker T was like, you know. Yeah, Booker T don't take no shit. He don't take no shit. So he got fucked up Batista in real life. Oh, he beat his ass, dude. He fucked up Goldberg, too. And Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, because they wanted to try him, and Booker T's not about that shit. So he ate his egg rolls when they got in the ring. He got him in the corner, and I guess Rikishi was supposed to run at him. And Booker was going to move. Rikishi didn't run. He walked over to the turnbuckle, hit him in the backed gut, thing up. and he fell, and then he backed it up on him. That's why he threw up, because he farted as he was going backwards. <laughs> Bro, oh, uh, Yokozuna, for as being as big as he was, 
what was he like five six hundred at the at the end he was like six hundred. But Yokozuna was like five something. His move was to jump on you from the second rope, full weight down on you, and he never hurt anybody. That big of a dude didn't hurt anybody. A lot of the Samoans, like he's related to The yeah. Rock and Roman Reigns. A lot of the Samoans, most of the Samoans are all related to each other in wrestling, yeah. except for Samoa Joe. But a lot of them, they look like they're killing you, but they're not. And that's the beauty of the Samoan dudes. Yeah. So when Rikishi did that, it was re- he was like, how's it taste, motherfucker? It was, exactly. That was for real. It was one of those moments, right? <laughs> it was beef stew, brother. It was beef stew. So since Eric doesn't like... Some of the new age. Is there anybody new age that you like? First of all, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate John Cena. So, I just oh, really want to. I, I just want really, everybody. Right there, right there. Right I just want everybody to know I hate John Cena. I, I, I hate John, Cena. John uh, Cena. I like what he does with the kids behind that. Oh, he, I'm okay with the num- like the most uh, uh, wishes yeah. in yeah. all the history of the. So thing. that part of his career right. life, great. Right, wrestling part. He's another Hulk Hogan. Well, yes, but until like 2015 when he went down to the the U.S. title and he was taking on all the NXT guys, well, Kevin yeah. Owens, Sami Zayn. He was having good matches. AJ Styles, that trilogy that they oh, had. Oh, the AJ Styles matches were dope. Those, yeah, those, he those was having good dope. matches. So I, I agree with you up until Yeah, it's point. because he was losing his, 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 his juice. Right, and he once, just wanted to wrestle and prove that he could wrestle. Yeah, he wanted to wrestle because once Roman started coming up. But, yeah, <laughs> Roman can't. Roman's getting better. Well, Roman's dope now. Yeah, Roman's they dope now. They should have made Roman a bad guy years ago. But yeah. the thing is, is that John Cena was probably somewhere laughing his ass off when they see Ro- how they, the fans treat Roman. You know what I'm saying? Booing him and shit like that because he was forced down people's throat. Yeah, so was John Cena. And, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He didn't want to be. He wanted to be a villain. And, you know, and John Cena wanted to turn bad guy like at least seven times. Like the whole CM Punk thing. He oh, wanted yeah. to be. He wanted to be that. So, the Summer of Punk. Yep. So, oh. go ahead. What was his uh, rapper name? When he was, John it's John Cena. 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 Yeah. It's John Cena. Uh, do, do you guys remember when he uh, when he came out to uh, Kurt Angle's challenge? Yeah. Oh, uh, he was he wasn't really known at that time. And yeah, he was, yeah, that shit was dope, dude. Yeah, and, and he was like, "Who will wrestle me?" And oh yeah, and he brought and out like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was dope. Yeah, like he was good. he was cool. Uh, so I, I'm like, not a, I'm not a Cena hater. I hate Cena. Yeah, I'm not. A, yeah, Hogan's the guy I hate. That's the one I hate I Hogan and Goldberg. Those are the ones. And Billy Gunn for some reason I don't know why. How do you? Why do you hate Billy Gunn? His face, yo. I don't know. Something about his face. I just want to just punch him in his face. I have a few of those people. <laughs> just the face, you know. I just something really? about Billy Gunn. I don't know. That's weird. I've never heard anybody say they don't like Billy I just Gunn. Don't like that motherfucker. Something about him. His kids too. I don't like his kids. <laughs> uh, his kids are assholes. His kids are assholes. Yeah. His sons. Yeah. Yeah. So Eric, I mean. uh you introduced me into the world of wrestling not too long ago. I had my Theo, you know, my Theo oh, yeah, Julio. Yeah, we had a blast. So you invited me over. And Royal Rumble. The, it was a Royal Rumble, right? Yes. So educate me about that whole storyline because you were trying to walk me through the entire thing, but you were telling me that when it came to the storyline, what was so great about it was like the fighters, the history, the drama. And my, you saw Theo. Theo was all excited, screaming when y'all were screaming, and he right. was all into the whole match. So well, uh, what was up with that match that made it so epic? Well, see, the Royal Rumbles are always the most fun is because the Royal Rumble starts off with two people, and then every minute and a half, someone else comes out till there's 30 guys in the ring. But you could throw them over the top rope. They could hit the floor. But it's like that match is so unpredictable. A lot of times you have two guys fighting. One's going to win, one's not. But you got 30 options with yeah. the Royal Rumble. Well, not really. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Usually like, like there's, there's, only like, like, there's only like five options in that right, match. Right, right. Other guys Back just come out. in the out. 80s, you didn't know who was going to win. Yeah, it was then. You know, you know, because it was like... You know, Hulk Hogan's in it, but then he would get eliminating like, oh, shit. But, you know, if it was today's booking, Hogan's in it, you know he's going to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, 
But, uh, you know, it was just a lot of fun. I mean, the, the, you could never tell who's coming down. You have surprise guests, the surprise wrestlers that don't wrestle full time. You know what I'm saying? Like one year Tatanka came back. I ain't seen Tatanka in like 12 years. And shit. That fool was undefeated for like a good six months. Right, but he was fighting jobbers, though. But yeah, yeah. he was, yeah, Tatanka. But I think that's the beauty about uh, the Royal Rumble is that you always get um, old wrestlers. Back. Oh, you get a surprise. Yeah. You always that's, get a surprise. That's always like the best part of it. How fun was the WWF game around that time, too? Did you guys ever play the video game? The N64? Yeah, the N64 yeah. That was dope. Yeah, the No Mercy was oh, the that, game no Mercy. That's, yeah. a great, that's the best wrestling the game ever made. The first one that came out was, was it Warzone? Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was garbage. That was garbage. No, Sega but, was the first one. Oh, the Sega one was cool. No, the, the Sega the, the one was the Royal Rumble, Rumble game. was an NES game called WrestleMania, and it was yes. the yeah. worst yes. game yeah. ever. Oh, no, no. The I one, spent my $50 on raw, that motherfucker. Raw. No, no, I'll, for I'll for PlayStation? Challenge. Raw. I'll take the oh, my God. challenge with WWF. <laughs> it had six guys. Hulk Hogan, Bam Bam Bigelow, Macho Man, Honky Tonk Man. Ted DiBiase, who was fat as fuck, and on <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that game was bad. That game was really bad. And they would just bad. go in like a corner like this. Mm-hmm. And then you would get powers by getting their little logo. So like Ted DiBiase would get a power. Yeah. And then you wouldn't know how to do none of the moves. It was just dog shit. <laughs> I, think, I think for me, the best wrestling one was um, WCW's because uh, they were working with THQ. With, right. And, that, and then and that's that, where. Um, that's when afterwards WWE right. uh, jumped on them because I agree. they had a better. Those uh, four games, uh, WCW versus the world. WCW Revenge, uh, WWF uh, 2000, WrestleMania 2000, and then No Mercy. Those four games. Well, SmackDown versus Raw was good. Those were dope, too. Those were dope. And then, like, the ones that have come out the last three years have been dog shit. Have you guys played, um, you know what would be good if they would continue a little more, like, the ability to do the moves, like, in, um, in, uh, in UFC, the UFC games. Have you guys played that at all? The UFC games are, the mechanics are bad. But, but you could still, like, Take on like holds and yeah, you can still do and holds do, and stuff, and do, like, but the but like the other that. stuff is bad. Yeah, but but it's I, I wish uh, like wrestling would have taken that on too to give you a little more ability to to do moves, you know. Yeah, but I don't think they give a shit about that though. <laughs> they they really don't because the the game that came out this year was dog shit. Which was that battleground? No, no, not that. The actual like their yearly game, oh, the two K twenty. Yeah, two K twenty one. That was I, bad. That's the one that I'm playing right now. Not there's not a twenty one. Yeah, yeah, but you're patched over. Right. For, for 20, yeah, your game's patched over already. Right. So people that bought it, like, firsthand. No, I did buy it firsthand. It was oh, you garbage. Did? Yeah, and, it was and, like, and then eventually now it's better. Yeah, because people's hair would get, like, caught in the ropes. Right. But it, like, like glitch in and out like gl- that. It still glitches, though. I still yeah, yeah. With it yeah like, people like, fall under the uh, under, under the ring, like, half their like bodies they, in the they ring. Start, they start uh, levitating and shit. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the true. Power of Christ compels you. It, it's, the it's, power of Christ compels it's you. It's true. It's, like, weird. It's, like, some poltergeist shit going on. And you're just like, um, I guess I'm going to try to do a move right now. So what's uh, how do you unlock that one? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. What's that move called? <laughs> It's just, it's just dog shit. So, but, uh, so new guys. Um, so let me see. I, I'm cool with Kenny Omega. He's a, he's good. Okay. I liked a lot of the new Japan guys, the Tanahashi, Okada, Tonga. Uh, nah, you don't I, like Tonga? I like his Twitter game. His Twitter game is official. Yeah, he Twitter. talks a lot of shit. Um, but his wrestling is, eh. um, I like the revival, uh, the revival or yeah, the revival. FTR. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's about it. No, Is I like he? Pac. I like Pac. You, I, you talking about AEW? Or no, I'm just, talking about everybody. Just um, glanced like over. The, you know, the, a lot of the guys from that are big now, I liked in Ring of Honor. T- 
10 years ago. So like Adam Cole? Uh, Adam Cole, Seth Rollins when he was Tyler Black. Um, uh, you know, Kyle O'Reilly. Dragon, Kyle O'Reilly. All those guys, when they were coming up, I liked them already. But like as far as like new guys to keep an eye out, Jacob Fatu, I would recommend. He's in this company called MLW. Mm-hmm. And he's he's part of the whole Samoan dynasty. Yeah. He's dope. That's Roman Jenner's brother, isn't it? No, that's... No, that's... Um, um, uh, the one that died, uh, Umaga's. Yeah, that's Umaga's son, right? No, Umaga's no, it's younger brother, there youngest you brother. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this kid named Al Hammerstone, he's on MLW too. Um, uh, AW plucked a lot of their talent from MLW, like uh, MJF, who's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, it's like my my problem with AEW is that they don't. To me, a lot of the shit they do, they don't take seriously. Like that dance. It's WCW. It's even worse. I know, but did that you, dancing which, Jericho and him and had that they they broke into dance yeah, out but, of nowhere and shit. Which, I'm like, which, what am I watching? Yeah, like, but just bro. think about it. It's WCW doing what what they did back then. Right, they're taking old WWE guys and trying to push well, them. See, they're taking is okay. So what I look at it, I feel like they're taking guys that weren't pushed by the WWE and trying to make stars out of them, which is smart. It's, and that's what WWF did to win the Monday Night Wars. They took the yeah, guys. They're taking the WCW, wrong guys though. Nah, Cody, Brody Lee. He, he, yeah, but he died. Well, I mean, that, he's dead. Yeah. What can we like, do about what? that? He didn't do it I know, on purpose. I know, but like, like, <laughs> like you took like, Brody no, Lee. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, but I'm, pay me a lot of money. I'm going to die on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a, yeah, it was but he was 41, right? No, he, he was 40. Uh, give or take. Yeah, so Cody was 35. Right. Jericho's 51, well, I think. Yeah, yeah, see, but Jericho's the only name that's a mainstream yeah, but name. But that's my point. They're taking guys that are old. Well, FTR, they're, they're good age. Yeah, but they're not using him, though. Yeah, that's a shame. That's my point. It's it's okay to take somebody, but if you're not going to use them, there's no point. Well, let's bring it up. Let's bring up Orange Cassidy. What do you guys uh, think about him? Dude, that's fucking, it takes skill to put your hands in your pocket <laughs> and still do the same damn moves that other people can do. I can't fuck with it. You can't? I, no, because, you know, I, like I said earlier, I like I. It's I like his gimmick, serious. though. I, yeah, no, so I get your seriousness. I like but the serious of the wrestling. Hands in pockets. I'm top guy, so it's like you, I can't. My second guy can't be. Yeah, but clown. okay, you know who's your? <laughs> you know what I mean. So, who's your Bret Hart though? For today, yeah, there is none. Yo, that's my point. Like you have to like for me, like maybe it's Kenny Adam Cole. Omega, maybe Kenny Omega. For like, me, it's Adam Cole because he can do everything. Well, yeah, Adam Cole is incredible. Did you watch uh, NXT last night? Yeah, uh, Takeover. What a good paper. Finn Balor. Finn Balor might be my dude right now. Yeah, but he's hurt again. Oh, he gets hurt every fucking fight, yo. Yeah, but Finn Finn Balor's dope. Uh, Undisputed era being no more sucks though. Well, I mean, it's not official yet, so we, we have to wait till Wednesday. To see Come on, I like John Moxley. Moxley's good. really? He, yeah. I, I like. Him. I don't like Moxley. I can't fuck with him. I, I don't like his ma- I like his matches are so so, but his mic skills, dude. He, his he mic skills are dope. Incredible mic skills, and I I believe what he's saying. So that's the part of it. Like when I watch a mu- mag- magician, I don't want him to be winking at me, say, "Oh shit, I'm gonna hide this shit right here, yo." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when I see Orange Cassidy. That's what I get. I see him. Putting, nah, I see he's him putting his, his card, in his thing and like, ooh, I'm being silly. You know, what I'm saying? in his pockets. Yeah. But that's his gimmick, though. Yeah, there, there was a need for him, though, because if you think about it, who other than Eric, who's their main demographic? It's going to be Trump supporters, and that's what you're getting. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's got. We just went political real quick. Yeah. No, what I'm the fuck was got, this? Look at him. He's got that feel. He's like, you know, like uh, don't give a shit. Fucking put my hands in my pocket. That's what I, it's I, I, a magna hat in his hat. Yeah. His oh no, he had a he had a little bandana that was back there when he was wrestling. That was a magna fucking Maga? thing. Yeah, just to get like oh, so he. Not, you shouldn't be feeling him. Then. No, but I feel him just because of like his. He has. He's not big. 
he can't do like a lot of stuff the other AEW guys can do, and he doesn't have a huge you know following. So he has to do something to stand out. He just doesn't do anything for me, dude. I, I don't buy him. I, he's just not believable. He stands me. out, though. I, I like the two brothers. Like a skinhead on Soul Train. Um, Ray, Ray Phoenix and Penta. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, those yeah. are dope. Yeah, I've been mean, watching them since those Lucha Underground. Are, yes. Lucha yeah. Underground was dope, dude. I love Lucha Underground, bro. Ooh. Uh, what's his name? Pentagon was my shit. Hell yeah. Uh, was Johnny Mondo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Johnny uh, Nitro or whatever. Yeah. Yes, he was dope. Miedo. His whole, uh, what's her name? Sorry. Uh, his girl. <laughs> she just signed. She just signed. Melina? No, Mallory. Uh, no, that's his girl now. Yeah, yeah. His girl back in the day. Oh, she smashed Batista. She smashed everybody, bro. Yeah. Melina was fucking everybody. Like somebody was talking about it, she Batista was. Batista gave her the Drax axe. Oh, dude. <laughs> that was when he was married, too, though. Yep. Dude, there's a lot of wrestlers that cheat on their wives. Yep. That sucks, but I mean, what men doesn't, right? Oh. I don't. I love my wife. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm single, so I don't know about you. Yeah. I don't, nah, I don't, I don't see my wife. Nope. Nope. That's a lot of pain in your eyes. You want to talk about it? (laughs) I'm doing a side episode. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle's about to talk about her pain. Go ahead. Michelle's pain. We'll we'll hold it. No, we'll hold it. We, you want to talk about your pain? Go ahead. You sure? Because you just, all men cheat. I don't, I don't, uh. Now I'm good. Okay. Next episode. All right. All right. Macho right. oh. never cheated on Elizabeth for never. No, he never cheated on her, but he was crazy. So yeah, he used to lock her into the in, in the locker room so the other dudes wouldn't talk to her. Yeah, <laughs> that's not even a joke. Macho. He's being one hundred percent serious. Yeah. yeah, Macho Man reminds me of my uncle. He, I he, I didn't understand what he was saying either. <laughs> freak out! Freak out! Freak out! Yeah, his promos were awesome, dude. He used to watch it get hyped for no reason. Like my mom would be like, "What's he saying?" I was like, "I don't know," but I'm right. super fucking hyped right now. I, all right, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit you with the story, the Macho Man story. All right, so it's the uh, statute of limitations should be over. All right, so me, me and my buddy, we worked. Plus, it's murder. <laughs> if, if it's more than ten years, you're good. But no, if it's no, murder, it's not. It's not. <laughs> all right, all right. So me and my buddy, um, he was a wrestling buddy, uh, uh, fan. Shout out to my boy Travis T. Diddy. Was good. Um, we used to always like print out, uh, we were, you know, I think it was like a, it was a collection. So we would print out like, um, Bret Hart and there'd be like a loan for a Bret Hart, but it wouldn't be the real Bret Hart. We'd print out Shawn Michaels. It'd be Shawn Michaels, but it wasn't the real Shawn Michaels. So I did Randy Poffo, which is Randy Savage's real name. Right. So I did Randy Poffo and I've left it on my, my buddy's desk. I'd be like, Oh, um, Randy Poffo called you. And then, so my buddies said, there can't be another motherfucker Randy Poffo in the world. He looked that shit up and it said employment. It said WCW pro wrestler, right? And he fucking goes, yo, pull up that account. Did it? He read it to me and I looked. I was like, oh shit, that's the macho. And he says, resides with mother Judith Poffo. I was like, this motherfucker's a millionaire. Why he living with his mom still and shit, right? So he was like, I go, should I call this motherfucker? He was like, yeah, 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 call him, call him. So... We we um, I said I'm, I'm gonna call in Macho Man's voice. <laughs> so I I I I, I call up and it's like, uh, like so it rang and rang and rang and rang and then all of a sudden it's like you have ref, uh, reached the Poffos and it's the mom right and so I was like oh shit I go hello mom <laughs> it's me the madness yeah <laughs> I saw that you drank all my orange juice yeah I put a sticky with my name on it that's my orange juice yeah. Don't you dare drink my orange juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and hung up, right? So, so we, me and my buddy were laughing about that shit. He's like, yo, please call back. Let's call back. Let's call back, right? I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll call back. 
So we, you know, we, we, he's on the line, I'm on the line. I call up and then all of a sudden he's like, so the rings and all of a sudden we're like, hello. I'm like, hello. He's like, hello. And I'm like, hello. I go, Randy. He goes, this is Randy. I was like, Randy. He was like, this is Randy. I was like, Randy. And we just kept on saying Randy back. And then, so I heard a click. So I thought it was my boy that had hung up. But it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, I thought Macho had hung up, but it was my boy. My boy got scared. So I was like, click. And then it was the Macho man. <laughs> he was on the other line. He picked up when I talked to him and shit. And so it was, I, I ended up going back and forth with the actual Macho man, Randy Savage and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, and then later on that day, cause we, we were supposed to be working, but we ain't doing shit. So that's why I said, this. <laughs> so we called WWF headquarters, right? <laughs> and so we go. I go, hello, I need to speak to Vince. And um, she's like, um, who makes these calling? I go, this is Randy Poffo, yeah. <laughs> and then so she's like, um, hold on, please. And he goes, and then we waited a few minutes, and I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then he, and I was like, you have reached the offices of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment. I think it was, it might have just turned to World Wrestling Entertainment. And I go, hello, Vince, it's me, the madness. My movie, Spider-Man, just whooped your boy's movie, Scorpion <laughs> King. I smell a storyline. Yeah, dig it. <laughs> and then, and then I, I forgot what else I said. And then we hung up. I said, yo, if Macho shows up on Raw, y'all welcome, motherfuckers. <laughs> Unfortunately, he died. It never happened. Oh, but uh, yeah, that's my Macho Man story, dude. Freak out! <laughs> oh, and I met him, and and also, so I go to him. This is years even prior to that. So I went to Halloween Havoc '97, and I'm getting all the autographs and pictures. And then so I go to Macho, and he's so real that he was joking with me, but I couldn't tell because he he freaked me out. So I'm like, Yo, Macho, can I get a picture? And he's like, I don't like. Your shirt, uh, only the madness. And I was like, okay. But he was smiling, like, yeah, come up. And I was like, nah, <laughs> I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page, and they were beefing at the time. So that happens. Yeah. Where do you like go? He's 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 gonna come out dressed like the Macho Man right now. <laughs> Dude, that would be fucking hilarious. With a cowboy hat, all sparkly, <laughs> rhinestones on his glasses. That would be dope. Eddie, you want to add anything to our wrestling barrage here? Nah, it's just kind of hard for me to get into it nowadays. You know, there's not really, like, I don't know. I guess because I missed the gimmicks, you know. Mm. The larger-than-life personas, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, there's no Dusty Roses and Flares. Like, a lot of the guys... You know, there's no, no one sticks out. I think, in my opinion, yeah, MJF, MJF, I think is has the potential. But then he started why, that's dancing. Why, I mean, I know you don't like him, Orange Cassidy, but the, I mean, just because he has it, like that gives me something to I look guess. forward to. I know? don't do shit for me, but <laughs> but, I, but again, there's nothing else that I can see right now that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch because of that person. And right. there's nothing that grabs my attention. Even I'll even watch e, um, AEW when Sting comes out, just right. because it's Sting, and right. you know. So you guys who've been in this. You know, world of wrestling, you guys enjoy all of these shows, right? So my question to you is, in the 80s, they had this crazy flair. They had their gimmicks. They had something that make them stand out. Right now, with, the, you know, the way wrestling is, is there anybody that stands out the most right now with, like, with their gimmicks? Or maybe they put on a really great show that you got to watch? Well, The Fiend, for a while, was doing his thing. Yeah. But then they just he just they got shit on it. Yeah, they shit it, they on shit it on it. He got burned up. 
and started throwing fireballs or, you know, it's just shit like that. I'm just over it. I like the matches now. They're better than ever. I can't lie. Like that Finn Balor one from last night. I mean, the, the Kenny Omega matches in Japan. Yeah. I mean, the matches Kenny's are really better good. than ever. But it's just the characters and, and it's just, there's no pop in my opinion. No. That's it. But, I mean, other than that, I'm not mad at it. I agree with Eddie in, in regards to the, like, missing the the drama of it all before and I think that also, like, before it was a different time because not only were you watching it as a kid, but you were eating the cereal and you were watching the cartoon. And, like, it opened you up to, like, the whole dramatic of sports. And then it went on to, like, um, uh, American Gladiator, you know, and, and they, they kind of had integrated that same kind of feel to it, too. So, it, you know, it was it was a different time. I think now um, the, 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 the availability of everything kind of drowns it out and everything. And, and like you said, like, it's about wrestling a little more now. Undisputed Era and Randy Orton. That's it. Randy Orton don't do shit. I mean, I like Randy Orton. Oh, okay. oh, I'm done. No, listen, listen, listen. Randy Orton's an amazing wrestler, but like, I mean, personality-wise, you think he's, he's he's that dude? Yeah, he's that dude. Personality-wise. No, no, no. Mike when he's not wise. bored. When he's not bored. Oh, when he's not bored, he's dope. Yeah, when he's not bored, his, 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 the in-ring and his, his mic skills... Period. Are his mic skills when he's not bored? You gotta understand when they give him stuff that he doesn't give a shit about. Right, he's just like, all right, whatever. I'll go through the motions. Like the stuff with Edge right now, like Edge him, is my dude, for years. Yeah, but him arcing his 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 wife in the ring, talking shit about his kids, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I haven't watched the main roster, Raw or SmackDown. It's got to be a year. I watched like the pay per views here there, but yeah, I just can't fuck with yeah, him. I fuck with Randy Orton and then Speed Air. That's about it. Yeah. In, in WWE Adam Cole for sure is amazing Adam Cole's dope so Michelle I got a question for you so you and I don't know shit about wrestling <laughs> at all so given the stories that Beige Eddie Eric Herbert they've been chiming in with their lovely stories what do you think so far about wrestling is it real is it fake do you have an opinion on it well for the longest time I wouldn't watch it because I thought it was it was a performance but you know you either were going with the mentality that someone was like Hulk Hogan was going to win already. So I was like, eh, for what? I already know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. And now seeing some, some of the footage of someone's leg being broken and like <laughs> being like a noodle, um, I think I might give it a try. You know? So sitting down here with the guys, these dedicated wrestlers here, big fans, <laughs> you're telling me that you would sit down, if one of these guys hosts an event, you would sit down, hang out with us to watch a match? Yeah, 100 you had a good question before as well in regards to like uh, who our wives or what. Oh they do. yeah, like, like um, I think you, if you guys, if your guys' significant other. I bet Eric. So so Eric, we we know you into wrestling. I know you collect the the action figures. You do all these other all things. The with, figures. All the figures. Because <laughs> from boy New York. So what does your wife think about you and your you know big fan about wrestling? Does she watch with you? Does she nah, tell you? Well, okay, so. <laughs> So the, not at, not at all. But the thing that the beauty about her is that she is a world championship sleeper, so she could sleep to like oh. eleven. Awesome. And so if I if like you know if I'm not going to like one of my buddies to watch the pay per view, I'll catch it the next morning because now it's I can watch oh, bro. it. Bro, that's what I do. Yeah. So like, while she sleeps, sleeps she's I out. Watch it, and I could just get caught up. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, say if she's doing overtime, I'll get caught up from the night before. So I got time. Back in the old day with my first wife, it was a little harder because, you know, I, I had to record it on the VHS oh. and shit. You know what I'm saying? Fast so forward. Yeah, yeah. And it was a little harder, you know what I'm saying? And plus, back then, it was really good. 
And so, like, if I miss something now, I'll oh, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if I miss something then, I didn't know when I was going to see it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was no streaming services. So, poor thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yo, I got to watch this. You know, I'll, you know, I'll talk to you after the fight. It's, give me two hours. That's all I need. Give me two hours, you know. So, you know. So, I mean, for those of you who think that, uh, you know, people that think that dislike wrestling for whatever reason or say it's fake, look. I have no idea anything about wrestling, but I got a chance to read up on some documentaries, got to see something from Vice. I got a chance to things that Eddie shared with me, Herbert shared with me, Eric, uh, Beige. So looking into all of this, you know, research or whatever you want to call it, I got a chance to say this. For those of you who are big wrestling fans, respect, because this is definitely an entertainment. It's definitely a show. Those of you who get hyped, respect to you guys. For those of you that think that wrestling is bullshit, maybe you guys don't like it because it's fake, look. These guys are athletes, whether you want to believe it or not. They put in work day in, day out. They put in their their physical body to exercising, lifting weights, mass, and apparently steroids, as we were talking about today. Oh. But, <laughs> but the point is, these athletes, right, put on a show for their fans, and they're dedicated to their fans because a lot of them they they put on a great show because they care about their 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 fans or the story base or their was it the rivalry, and they and they care about all of this. So with the wrestling that we're talking about today, all I got to tell you guys is like. Look, you can't tell me that wrestling's fake. All right, it's an it's a, for, a source of entertainment. It's a source of people who are uh, dedicated to in their line of field or dedicated to what they do. So, to all those wrestlers out there that maybe we didn't mention to you or, or talk about you, look, thank you for putting on the show for everybody. Because mind you, everybody loves this shit. And I may not be a big fan. I may not be a big fan, but I'll tell you this: I can hang out with Eric. He puts on a show, or you know, it tells me they're going to do the pay per view. I'll show up. I'll show up with beers. We'll still have a great time. I took my tío. You know, everybody uh, Everybody knows him as tío. Is my tío Julio. Shout out to Mexico. You know, he was there and he was having a blast. You see him standing up, screaming, going into uh, getting the vibe on. And, er- and Eric's like, yeah, that's right, tío. Tell him. Right? You know, <laughs> we, get, we get in the mix at all. Tío so. is the man, yo. <laughs> yes. What's Vince's name again? Who? What's Vince's name again? Vince? Mac Mahone? <laughs> hey, 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 you shut your face. That's what I did on if we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. You hear me? You hear me? Eli will never live down calling Vince McMahon McComb. <laughs> Ever. Hey, how's it spelled though? That hurts. That, like McMahon? Like McMahon. <laughs> I've never... No in there the there's no McHome. <laughs> He's not Patrick Mahomes from the Chiefs. It is, it is McMahon. It's horrible. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. See? There you go. <laughs> horrible. Anyone have anything else to add to the end of this? Yeah, my girl wanted me to add that uh, she loves the Bella show. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the, the divas. Yeah, and I don't so, like those girls. Yeah, so I guess it's a different storyline, but um, that's no, that's that's supposed to be their lives, but it's like super fake. Reality TV. <laughs> yeah, it's super fake. Not Pro so wrestling's real. realer than, than reality TV. Bro. So, Eddie, uh, closing remarks. What you got for us? Uh, nothing. Just uh, had a great time tonight. Thank you, Mitchell, for coming out. It was actually a blast, Eric. Awesome to have you. But, yeah. Michelle, so like I said, you introduced to the fellas, you introduced to you know the wrestling world. What do you think? Any closing remarks? Nothing. Just thank you for having me. Um, I definitely learned a lot more from wrestling. Um, yeah. It, it was fun. You sure you don't want to say anything about your, your, your heartbreak? If you want to learn more, you can always call me. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Wow. All right. There's a first. Someone just shoot, just shot the shot on the thing. All right. No, 
no heartbreaking you, for for um, oh, okay. you know opening that that concern. Yeah, thank we'll, you for your we'll concern. Make, we'll make the next show called "Asking for a Friend." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god, that's for you, brother. Word. <laughs> that's it. You sure? Oh yeah, I, I, I got one more. I got one more. So I I wanted to piggyback on what Eli said, and it's just you know a lot of people when wrestling's good, there's not a movie or a comic book or anything that's better when wrestling's at its best. So yeah. you know, and then when wrestling sucks, you know that's when I kind of like go to like other sports or whatever. But for the most part, when wrestling's at its best, there's nothing better in terms of like drama and like athletics. It's it's some, you know impeccable entertainment, one hundred percent. That's it. Dunzo. Dunzo. Outro, baby. Rest in peace. Word. <laughs> I made this beat. Oh, shit.